Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games, because we are always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And just a reminder, we have 10 days left until Christmas, so remember to order any gifts online instead of going to the store, because fuck that. Yeah, seriously, fuck that. And you don't even have to worry. You don't have to get it from Amazon or whatever, like a big conglomerate. You can even go on Etsy and support a small business. You don't have to go to a store. Just don't. <laughs> That's very true. You can, I guess you can support small business yeah. even through online. Absolutely. And even smaller businesses than a store. People who don't even have like a real, in real IRL store. They've got just a like arts and crafts thing that they sell online or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. Tis the season to buy things. <laughs> Just don't go out in public to do it. Yeah. It's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, like Christmas time at the sto- the mall and stores, whatever, are just the worst. Literally any time at the mall is the worst, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is worse right now. That is true. I, I don't like going to the mall in general. It's awful. So it's not a bad thing that we're promoting online purchasing as opposed to going to stores. We're not like contributing to the problem of Amazon becoming an empire. That's that's why I mentioned that you can support small businesses. You don't have to buy it from Amazon like I do. <laughs> but to be fair, Amazon yeah. does have a lot of businesses they work with. True. To, yeah. to sell their products. So it's not yes. necessarily straight from Amazon itself. Right. If anything, they if they were good, they're good at anything, it is facilitating the movement of product. That is so. true. Okay. Well, you know. Ten days, people. Get yeah, on it. Get it done. If Unless you're nothing like us and you're completely done. Yeah. I think we're done. I, we might not be. We're pretty much done. We just need a, like a gift card or two, and that's... Yeah, and that's the... Uh, we'll go to the <laughs> store, buy some wine anyways. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll grab them then. Yeah. And then we'll get to the store and we'll be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. The lines are everywhere. I'm, I might just go online and buy, yeah. buy a gift card online. The grocery stores are just the worst. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently people need food just as much as they need Christmas gifts. It's just like going outside of your home at any any time after like December 1st is oof, rough. Yeah. We might also need wrapping paper. We but always I, need wrapping paper. I think we have some though. I just have to find it. Yeah. Can I wrap the last gift that we have? Sure. Because I assume we have to wrap stuff still. Yeah. Okay. So let me do the last gift. Why? Because I want to say, and that's a wrap. <laughs> okay. Sounds great. Uh, on a side note, um, so I am kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Been sick for a few days. Yeah. Probably shouldn't even be on a podcast talking because I sound gross. You're fine. But I'm here. So, just want to warn anybody, if it seems like I sound like Scott Melkinson <laughs> and or have diabetes, <laughs> it's just a congested lisp from being sick. Yeah. And I assure you, it will go away at some point. Unless you think I always sound bad. Then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> then I'm surprised that they're still listening. That's at true. That point. That's yeah. true. <sighs> okay, now that that's out of the way, we can climb this giant mountain of news. Oh my gosh. That is gaming. So much, so much gaming news. Yeah, I didn't even think about it either. I We had State of Play... I was like, oh, cool, I'll do that for the episode. Mm-hmm. 
and then like and not thinking about it, together, yeah. not thinking about it. Two days later, there's also Game Awards. Yeah. So there was two, not necessarily big things. One big thing and one like medium sized thing. Right. But a lot of content within each. Yes. So we're not going to go over everything, but we are going to go over what I felt were highlights. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, some things that I might not necessarily care about, but we're worth bringing right. up for other people. We'll do a quick overview of what we've got. Yeah. But we have a couple things that are non-state of play and game awards related. We do. Yeah. I thought this was interesting. So, we're going to start into gaming news. Uh, the first one, have you... You know anything about PT? No. Nope. The, the infamous... <laughs> demo on ps4 i sure don't okay when i read this i was like i didn't even know this existed (laughs) okay so this is very haunting news for anybody who cares uh i unfortunately never got to experience this demo so So the backstory for you huh so this is a big spoiler for you then not really i mean i knew the premise of the demo okay so here's the, the premise uh pt is a demo that came out for a game that was announced by Konami uh, shortly before Kojima, you know, left with his dramatic exit. Okay. Um, and it was essentially like a scene as like a reboot-esque of, of Silent Hill. Okay. Um, so basically, Resident Evil 7 is a good take on pretty much what it was. Okay. You know, like the, the cabin house with like the, the family kind of like okay. lurking on you and stuff. Got it. So it was that premise, but like it's like a haunted house, like a, a ghost or something. Some entity is like basically following you. Okay. I guess kind of like a Slender Man. Oh yeah. Um, but like obviously it looks really good. It's okay. on PS4. Okay. Um, so it was a demo, like a tech demo, that you could play. Um, after every drama happened with, you know, the breakup. With mm-hmm. Kojima and Konami, right? Uh, they basically pulled the plug on the game, mm-hmm. and then they took the demo off of the PlayStation Store. Okay. So the only people that have access to this are people who have already downloaded it mm. and did not lose it from you know whatever reason. Okay. So if not, you delete it, you will not yeah, be able to re-download yeah, it, even though it's in your library of like history of games you've downloaded. That's crazy. So, this is kind of a historic gem, if you will. Right. Uh, and if you got to play it, lucky you. Mm-hmm. I never did. Obviously, there's YouTube videos and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not quite the same. Right. Um, but the news here is, uh, well, I'll say two things. One that was like announced a few months ago. So, it was revealed that the witch or ghost, whatever the hell creature thingy, mm-hmm. is always behind you in the game. Okay. That was, like, revealed through, like, a hack or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but now somebody else has found out that the character that you play as is none other than Norman Reedus. Okay. The character, actor, I should say. Not really character, but the character actor of Death Stranding. Right. Which now makes more sense. Yeah. He was obviously working on this project mm-hmm. before leaving. Shit hit the fan with that game mm-hmm. and all that stuff and their relationship. So he... Came with Kojima to his new development studio and went to work on Death Stranding. Got it. That makes sense then. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of a cool thing. It, it kind of says a lot, too. A, a demo of a game that never released is making news still. I know, right? I just thought that was an interesting thing. Tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and then we have uh, kind of a big deal as far as terms of exclusiveness for console gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, MLB The Show, it's a baseball game. And it's pretty much controlled the baseball video game market because the competitor MLB 2K uh, doesn't exist. It hasn't for a while now. So really, this is the only game on the market that people can buy. And it was an exclusive to uh, PlayStation because it's a developer that's owned by PlayStation. Okay. Uh, So obviously, it's exclusive. Mm -hmm. Um, But it seems that MLB wants to diversify uh, where they can sell the game. And so there was a new contract coming up, mm-hmm. you know, between Sony and MLB. And basically, it seems like MLB said, we want to expand the market and not just, you know, be solely too ex- you know, exclusive to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So they have announced that it will be coming to Xbox and Nintendo as well, coming in 2021. Yeah, as, um, as soon as 2021, right? Yeah, yeah. So the the newest one they probably won't have, but right. the one after, I would assume. Uh, so this is kind of big news. Um, this is like obviously a niche market mm-hmm. video game. You yeah, know, you have to really care about baseball. Yeah, it doesn't sell like Madden. Right. Football. Um, so really, it, it's big news in the sense of a game that's perceived as an exclusive on PlayStation is now coming to other consoles, but at the same time. This is clearly a exception to being exclusive because it's through a contract with the MLB. It's not like uh, an issue where, you know, you're not going to see God of War right. or any of those kind of games coming to other consoles. This right. is clearly just so they could keep a contract for the game that they made. Right. Even though it was a Sony developer. That makes sense. Um, and of course, you know, people are like, whoa, what does this mean, you know? Yeah, other exclusive will come over. No, yeah. it's, it's just solely a contract issue that yeah. worked out to help anybody who plays Xbox yeah. or Nintendo. It opens the door for the possibility, but it is not likely that other ones will be following because they're not the same situation, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't even say it opens the door because no. those are Sony-owned developers. They're not contracted with a third party gotcha. that owns the property. Okay. So they have no incentive to go elsewhere. Okay. Unless Sony really sucks at selling the next console and nobody's buying it. And right. then they would be like, well, maybe we need to sell our games elsewhere then. Right. That's the only scenario. Okay. Which is not going to happen. Okay. Right? That's fair. Um, well, should we dive into State of Play? Yeah. I'm kind of in the state of talking about State of Play. Okay. Sounds good. So this is on the 10th of December. For anybody who cares to know that. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to kind of run down the list and we'll yeah. pause and talk about ones we care about as they come up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, but just in case anyone isn't aware of what state of play is, it's essentially a shorter game announcement show that they do for PlayStation every once in a while. It's not very common. It's kind of taking the place of the place of PSX instead of going oh, there okay. to E3. It's kind of a in-house let's just make a video okay to announce the smaller things (laughs) you know yeah that makes sense uh so that's really all it is they have like three or four a year okay Uh, so i mean people shouldn't ever expect anything huge out of this right but they have some good stuff in here yeah 
Uh, okay, so the first one they talked about was Untitled Goose Game, which will be coming to PlayStation 12 17, which I'm excited for. I want to check that out. I think it looks yeah, kind of entertaining. I, I'm not quite sure what this game is. Yeah, me either. Uh, I know it is on <laughs> Nintendo Switch, I believe, already, and I assume PC. I, I um, have no idea. But it's it looks fun yeah. and charming. Uh, depending on the price, I might check it out. Yeah. But yeah, so they announced this here, but I believe it's also coming to Xbox. It's not exclusive. Yeah, it's I'm just sure. something to add to this. Yeah. Uh, then they announced Spellbreak. Clo- There's a closed beta coming spring 2020, uh, in case anybody is interested in that. It looks like a Battle Royale type game with magic instead of weapons. Yeah, it looked like yeah. it was pretty much a Battle Royale game. Okay. I don't know. Did you have any interest in this? Nah. Not really. Yeah, I didn't. It either. was fine. Yeah, but I have too many other things I actually really want to play on my plate. Yeah, so I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it looked not. interesting, but I probably won't be jumping into this game. Yeah, no. Uh, the next one though, Maiden Dreams, is supposed to be released two fourteen twenty twenty. Well, the game is just Dreams. Oh, okay. Well, I. I think they were just then. saying the game was made in Dreams. Okay. Or what they were showing was made in Dreams. Got it. Okay, Dreams. Sorry. Uh. It's basically a game, you get to make your own game inside the game. Yeah, and this is something that's been, you know, (laughs) for years, this was announced years ago, and they are currently in beta, I believe. You can buy it for a cheaper price, if I'm correct, Mm -hmm. Um, but it is a working title, so the the full functionality is not necessarily there. Got it. But the cool thing is you will... By what you play and do in the game, help build what the game becomes. Right. Uh, for it, it, you know, its official launch, which okay. I guess they have established is uh, February. Yeah, February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So spend. Well, I guess we aren't going out to dinner. Spend your romantic <laughs> evening at home. Making a video game. Making dreams together. All right. <laughs> making dreams a reality. Oh uh, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. There's a couple of, diff- like, a bunch of different art styles that they featured, and I, I it seems like it could be fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I always hear, like, little news stuff about this game all the time. Like, somebody remade Dead Space in the game, which is pretty cool if you think about it. Yeah. I think I heard something about somebody, the, the PT demo, mm-hmm. I think I heard mm-hmm. something about somebody was making that. Oh, wow. And that'll be kind of an interesting concept, too, is, like, where will they draw the line of, like, what is allowed and not allowed, if mm-hmm. that's even a question. Right. You know, will trademarks and copyrights ever have an impact on what people are allowed to do within this game? I don't even know how you would police that. Yeah, I know. I feel like they probably can't stop you from doing it for your own personal use, but if there's some kind of, like, community where you can share the games you've made, I can see where they'd say, mm-hmm. you can't share these types of situations yeah. and I imagine this could like turn into a something where you actually can get a job mm-hmm. in the gaming industry if you like do something so legitimate that it, yeah. it reflects some talent that could possibly that's true get you a job you yeah know? that would be cool I think that's even been something that's happened yeah in, in previous games that's a really cool I think idea. there was talk of like a an older game that somebody modded mm-hmm they made a mod for a PC game, and mm-hmm. then they end up getting a job with the company of the game that they modded. Mm. Because they were so impressed? Yeah. Nice. Oh, you know what? I think it was Counter-Strike, if I'm correct. Oh, that's I think Counter-Strike familiar. was a, a mod of another game, and they end up getting a job and turning that into a game. Huh. Interesting. Don't quote me, though. 
Yeah, we'll have to check check into that. Maybe we'll have something for corrections next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then there was Superliminal coming out in 2020. Just a uh, puzzle solver. Yeah, first person puzzle solver. It yeah. it reminded me of what's the game? <laughs> I don't know. The cake is a lie. Oh, Portal. Portal. I always forget the name of Portal. Oh, it, you said that. I feel like the it didn't... art style reminded me of okay. Portal. I I mean, we don't know a whole lot about the game, right. obviously, because they didn't show a whole lot. Yeah, but true. It just had that vibe. When you say art style, I agree. Whenever you say gameplay style, I did not see that. So that's well, I mean, we didn't really see a whole lot of gameplay. I know. It just was clear it was a puzzle solver. Gotcha. Okay. Um, next was on VR, Paper Beast. Supposed to be coming tw- uh, first quarter 2020, which is uh, kind of in- environmental puzzle solving. Yeah, so this game just visually was really appealing. It was very um, interesting. Very artsy take. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, it's a world full of paper mache, origami, origami, whatever folded things like <laughs> animals. Like they, they yeah. basically make all these animals mm-hmm. out of paper, and like they are in the world, and it's puzzle solving using these animals to help navigate the yeah. world and and explore things. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's going to be traits that each animal will have that will get you. You know, to certain areas. Yeah. Like, in the trailer, they had, like, I want to say it was, like, a giraffe or some kind of yes, thing. Yes, it, it looked, looked like, like a it giraffe. It was, like, you had, like, a string on it, and it was, like, dragging you up, like, a hill of mm-hmm. sand. Yeah. It was really interesting. If anybody... I think... I feel like it will look really cool in VR. Yeah. I mean, this... Because it was interesting to look at just on the screen. So, thinking about it in VR, I feel like it'll be much more... Immersive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that had my interest a lot. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, next on the list was Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, coming January 23rd for $30, I guess. Yeah, so I assume that means it's a pretty hefty DLC. Yeah. Probably more of an expansion than at that price, because that's half of a game right. cost right there. People are really into that game, though. Yeah, the franchise is very... <laughs> there's a lot of hardcore people uh, who love that franchise. I played the first one and a half i'll say mm-hmm. when it was on ps2 mm-hmm. um and then this game franchise kind of went dormant mm-hmm. so three was a huge huge thing when it was coming out mm-hmm. i don't know i think i've kind of gone past the age that i care about it um but it is a very beloved franchise yeah they did have a bunch of like spin-off games that are not a part of the main story oh, okay since two okay to three but three is like the direct sequel to okay to the franchise gotcha um so yeah i mean that's that was big news for anybody who cares about kingdom hearts but Mm -hmm. it didn't really appeal to us necessarily yeah i've never played those games uh this one i think is i was excited for and i think you are probably too predator hunting grounds coming april 24th 2020 i think that'll be a really interesting game to play yeah i'm torn with this one oh i see I am excited because it's a Predator game. Yeah. So just by default, I'm interested. Exactly. But it is also one of those games that's like 1v4. Oh. I think because it's from the same creators of Friday the 13th and I think they did some other games of that nature. So that tells me it's going to be that style of a game. Oh. Well, I don't like that. Yeah, so that's kind of like the downside is I don't have friends to play that kind of <laughs> game with. So, like, I'm very limited in that, like, experience to, like, strangers. 
Right. And it's not as fun to play those kind of games exactly. with strangers because you don't want to talk to them. And yeah. even if you did, it's like hard to talk to random strangers. Um, well, let's just pretend for a minute that that's not going to be what it is. Yeah. Or um, that we have friends that, that have care friends. to play games with us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's a customizable predator armor. They revealed the she-pred. <laughs> so that an official name. That was my dub. Oh, I, I, okay. I, I, I I gave that name to it. <laughs> okay. Um, the Shredditor? Sh- wouldn't it just be predi- Predator? Like, add okay. an H in there? Okay. Where were you during the brainstorm <laughs> session? You didn't ask me. Um, predator. Predator, yeah. Pre- predator. Yeah, Predator. Yeah. Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, female Predator. Looked pretty cool. Um, Actually, <laughs> should it be? Whatever. You're just jealous. Think I am. <laughs> uh, but, but that was a big reveal. That was yeah. like his oh shit moment. It was a big for, deal. For, I guess they, they wanted to announce it a long time ago, but mm-hmm. they had to wait. And this was the moment they were going to do gotcha. it. So that was a relief, I guess, for the developer to be able to talk about it. Okay. Um, and then they, the three classes it looks like you can play as are Hunter, Scout, or Berserker. Yeah. But, so Hunter was basically a balanced one of the two right. others, it seemed like, from what I read. Yeah. Um, Scout was more of a stealth hunt from a distance and berserker was like stronger so you could take more damage so how does this play into the predator because are you trying to say that female and male predators aren't equal no that that the male predators are 33 percent stronger no what i'm trying to ask is can is it do you think based on what you saw is it going to be like you choose to be male or female or i would imagine yeah okay I didn't know if she was like a special female character or something. Well, yeah, I mean, she—it's a new character added to the game. Right. She predator hers never existed. I just meant I can't tell if she's a specific class or if she's just a gender. Like you get to choose male or female. I think it's male or female. Okay. And then the hunter, scout, berserker Is are your the subdivision, your subclass or whatever. Like, the, yeah. yeah, the classes. Okay. Ours. Okay. Basically, it's just a way for them to have more armor types that you have to pay for. Gotcha. Right? That's okay. what it sounds like. Okay. That's, I guess that's I mean, it's like. badass that you can customize your armor. Right. I mean, when I was younger, I used to doodle fucking yeah. my own predator armors and shit. I was cool. Yeah. <laughs> On the subject of having friends. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have friends to show them to, so. Uh, all right, well, next on the list, uh, Babylon's Fall. They made an announcement. It's in development. And it's for next summer, uh, for anyone who cares. Well, I mean, what's the game, though? Uh, it's a fantasy slasher. Yeah, okay. So I it's... assume somebody, some people already know about it, because it's an update, right? No. Oh. Uh, okay, fine. It's uh, by Platinum Games, published by Square Enix, uh, who are also known for Bayonetta and Near Automatica. Is that how this goes, or is it... Automata. I mean, I say Automata. Automata? Automata. I'm sure. That works. I mean, mean, that game is like really... Well, both of those games are really popular. Yeah, I know. Um, I tried Bayonetta. I wasn't wasn't really into it. Yeah. It was sold to me by somebody as a Devil May Cry as a woman. Okay. So, you know, I like Devil May Cry, so I thought I'd try it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, out. The controls were very complicated to me. I didn't like it. I felt like I couldn't play that great, so... Mm. I didn't get that far in Bayonetta. Um, Near Automata, I have had an interest in, but I never have bought it. 
Okay. Um, but I hear it's a really great game. It was like insane amount of like replay stories to okay. it. I guess it's like a game where like you replay it like so many times that it like has a it's basically a new game every time you play it or some crazy shit like that. Okay. So yeah, this game looked interesting. It's pretty much just a slasher it looks like with like a fantasy theme to it. Okay. Well, for the next one, should I defer to you? Sure. So I know this is all all you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've talked to it a few times. Yeah. So Resident Evil 3 was announced uh, on this official... Well, it was officially announced, but they showed, uh, I guess, context as to what Project Resistance was, which is what was initially announced long before Resident Evil 3. Mm-hmm. So it turns out the reveal of this trailer was... Project Resistance was a online portion of Resident Evil 3. It, who knows? Maybe they changed it because of the negative attention that okay. Resistance That's entirely got. entirely possible. Who knows? Yeah. But as far as we are aware, mm-hmm. this was always a part of it. And so they announced a release of April 3rd, 2020, really fucking soon. Pre-order, you get the classic costume, costume pack of Resident Evil 3 from the PlayStation, you know, one game skins whatever so i i'm pretty excited about this i mean i was obviously before when i talked about resident evil 3 but like just this game demo gave me more hype for it Mm -hmm. Uh, i was a little bummed still jill and the nemesis specifically look a little weird to me they just don't look like the characters Mm. and obviously they kind of had a drastic change in claire and Leon in Resident Evil 2, mm-hmm. but they still worked well. Right. And I'm sure I'll get used to this character yeah. look at yeah. some point. You but showed me these characters They just don't side. look the same to me. Yeah. I and, think they did a really good job with Jill, personally, but I also uh, feel like she, the other Jill... I know you think that I was crazy when I said this, <laughs> that she looks like she's, like, Hispanic or something. Like, she looks like... She's was ethnically changed from being white to oh. something, and not that I, I have a problem with that. It's right. just it looks that way to me. Oh, I don't. And see other that. people online have said the same thing. Oh, so hmm. it's not just getting, me saying that. I was getting more of a like a like a Eastern European, like maybe Russian or Romanian type vibe. I could see that. Yeah, which would be fine. Yeah, but yeah. Either just, way, yeah. It's not the fact that it was changed. It's just it looks weird. To me. Yeah, I think that to me, when I was looking at the old version and this version, the difference to me is the, a huge difference is the art style. I feel like the older version is much more anime-ish. That's true. The The art is a little more anime-looking. Yeah. And it could just be nostalgia. is just too much of an impact on right. my opinion of it. Mm-hmm. And so I just am, like I said, I'll probably get used to it at some point and it, well, I'll be like, whatever. Yeah. But Nemesis specifically Nemesis looks looked really, really weird. weird. And I agree with you. Not sir. in a good way. I felt like he looked like a downgrade visually. Yeah. Like he didn't look as intimidating. He just looked ugly. Right. Well, I um, guess we'll see. So what's the the timeline? When does this game take place? Uh, so Resident Evil 3 is a little weird where it takes place shortly after Resident Evil 1 and halfway of the ga- half of the game is before Resident Evil 2 and the other half is after Resident Evil 2. That's fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess. It just seems kind of random. Yeah. Well, so that means that like Resident Evil 2 is pretty much just like a short period of time. Got it. Like okay. a day or so, right? Okay. But yeah, it's... And they have like a a pre-order out already for the game. And they have a collector's edition, which I was interested in. But 
realistically, I probably won't buy it because it's probably going to be like $200, something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And really, you just want the one figurine thing. Right. And you don't care about any of the other trash that they give you, which is like most, collect- most. collector's editions. <laughs> most of those things are like that, yeah. Okay, so the last game that they talked about was Ghost of Tsushima, which is by Sucker Punch Productions. Yeah, and this is a game that has been announced for a couple of years now. Um, basically, it was just an update on the game. It, it's a gorgeous game. Pretty much it's an open world samurai game, I guess. Okay. It reminded me a lot of pretty much most of Sony's exclusive games where they're mm-hmm. open world. It's right. just the theme of samurai. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll have their specific mechanics that make it stand out, but... Um, Really, they didn't show a whole lot that wasn't anything new that you haven't seen from previous footage of the game. Right. Yeah, so this was basically a promotional tease to watch the Game Awards because there was going to be a announcement at the Game Awards which expanded on what they showed here. Okay. Gotcha. Well, uh, looks. I think that's that for State of Play. Yeah, they also had like a, a thank you message from oh, yeah. Ken... Kataragi, which is a former honorary chairman of Sony Computer Entertainment, Inc. I think he was pretty much responsible for the original PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. He was just uh, some kind of statement from him because it was PlayStation's 25th anniversary on the 3rd of December. Yeah, and so that was like a nice little message. Yeah. Kind of made it a little more personal yeah. for people watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it looks like it's time to talk about the Game Awards you want to let us know who won things and what they won? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of stuff. Like, there were yeah. so many in the Game Awards. The thing was, like, three hours long. Jesus. Just on TV. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, it was streaming, but... Yeah, yeah. Is this the one that I had to, like, learn how to use your Elgato one year to try to record it for you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, fuck, that's just long. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, they, they had a lot of stuff that most of it was just kind of like thrown in in like a casual manner it wasn't even like an announcement like there was no host on stage who okay. revealed the the winner it was just kind of like oh these are the winners for this 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 like on screen like really like, quickly and okay. then like move on okay so, a lot of that was esports stuff because okay. it's not as big i mean it's right. it's a big thing not to you know make light of esports but it i mean it's, in the it's not at the so. level of Fame. interest yeah. for for the gaming community yet. So you're going to do a rundown of the bigger stuff. Yeah, so I'm going to do what I think was like more highlight winners. Um, I still have a lot, but just know that there's way more. And I do urge anybody to go, if they're interested, to go look at, you know, just Google it or go to the Game Awards website and just see who won. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll go off the list. I'll start with like, well, I'll save the big one for last, I guess. Okay. I'll make it like the Game Awards does. Yeah. Waste your time for a wait. few hours. <laughs> we won't take a few hours to say this, though. We just wait and say the game of the year at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the episode. Yeah. Maybe I will. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so, action game of 2019 goes to Devil May Cry 5. Uh, I did play a little bit of this. It's on Game Pass. It's a very fun game definitely a step up from what they've done with the older games of mm-hmm. Devil May Cry 
Okay. Um, it was very popular. I know it was pretty much a fan favorite after it came out. So, I mean, that's not really much of a shock, I guess. Uh, art direction won uh, the game control. We had talked about a little bit, yes. I think, last episode. Yeah. Uh, so that has my interest to go go check it out, mm-hmm. especially if it's on sale. I think they actually, I think most, you know, I think Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, uh, PC websites, I think they all have sales going for all these games that are associated with the Game Awards, too, oh, okay. for anybody interested to go check out. Good to know. Um, so Control, hopefully, is like 30 or something. Okay. Um, but it got best art direction. That's pretty good. Audio design. Uh, this is no surprise if you remember E3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. If you remember when we were at E3 this last year, uh, I saw a group of people walking with uh, Modern Warfare uh, like shirts on and stuff. Like they worked for Activision. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't know it was here. Yeah. It turns out they were there, but they were only there for... Um, Okay. The media right. got to play a demo. Yeah. Everybody else didn't get shit. Right, right, yeah. Uh, and I guess one of the things that they emphasized during the demos when talking to like the media side mm-hmm. is that they did a lot of work with the audio to make it as real as possible sounding. Oh, uh, okay. So. So it worked? Yeah. <laughs> so it worked. So they, they, you know, hammered that mindset into people. Gotcha. For this very purpose, I guess. Okay. Uh, content creator of the year, Shroud. So we had talked about this guy a few episodes ago. He yeah. made an exclusive contract with Mixer. Uh-huh. Um, apparently he's doing really well. Clearly. And I guess he's got like uh, a gimmick with like cats too. So He does? That's bullshit. Poser. I, I guess I'm <laughs> shit out of luck. I can't do well, this. Oh, that's bullshit. Can't do this cat theme thing anymore. This is awkward. Uh, so, fighting game. I okay. I added this one in because not necessarily that I think that it. I guess I added this one in because I kind of wanted to highlight something about this winner. Okay. Okay. So the winner is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is a very good game. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to like highlight something. Two things really. Mm-hmm. This is a game that came out last year, oh. but this falls under that same weird issue mm-hmm. of launching. In a window like uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order did, where okay. it's in a limbo of not necessarily qualifying for the year that it came out, and okay. so now it's in this year. Okay. So there's that, but also, yes, it's technically a fighting game, but I think this game has an advantage of winning over other fighting games because traditionally fighting games are one v one, right? Whereas this is like. A lot of people playing on a lot versus a lot. It's kind of like battle royale (laughs) fighting, right? So you can have a lot of people in the match at Mm -hmm. once. I think it's like up to eight or something, just on handheld for groups. So who knows what they do? I don't know what they do online, but you get more people in a match, which I feel kind of adds a a slight bias that it's a better game because you're getting a more, I would argue, enjoyable experience because you have more people involved. Because you can play with a group of friends. Yes. Instead of just there sitting there playing one person. Yeah. Okay. So it adds more of an element to the game. That makes sense, yeah. Um, not to say that it can't win, it's just, I feel like it kind of gives it an advantage. Yeah. 
Uh, just wanted to highlight that. I hear that. Not so much that it shouldn't have won. Right. Because it's a great game. Okay. Uh, and then this is a game coming up that won a multiple set of awards that I've never even heard of this game. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. I was like, what the hell is this? Okay, so this game won a fresh independent game and independent game. Yeah, fresh indie I'm... game, which is apparently presented by Subway. So okay. It's like a... Oh, yeah. okay. I looked into that because I was like, what in the hell is okay. the difference between these? Yeah, I was like, I don't understand because they're technically both would be considered a new game because it's within the year that the game came out. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what the difference would be. So it's a Subway certified... A special thing, yeah. ...award. I still don't know the difference other than that, but... <laughs> um, it's sponsored. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of a Subway joke, oh, but sorry. it's all good. <laughs> maybe they have $5 footlongs in the game. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> You're just running errands <laughs> that you yeah, yeah. go buy $5 footlongs. Yeah. And they ask if you want more meat. <laughs> you go, yeah, and then they charge you twice the amount. Yeah. $10 footlong. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, so what else did it win? <laughs> and then it also won uh, Best RPG okay. and Narrative. Wow. Okay. So overall, this game looks like it's it's you know good. Yeah, <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Uh, yeah. So I I'll probably check that out. Did we say the name? Oh, did I? <laughs> I don't know if we said it. Okay. Well. Okay. So <laughs> those four titles is what this game won. The game is called Disco Elysium. Okay. I have no clue what that game is. I have got. A I lot guess of I know questions. it's a RPG with good narrative. <laughs> and, and it's an indie game. Uh, it's. Freshly made at Subway. Right. <laughs> in an independent capacity. Right. Mobile game. Best mobile game. This one stirred up some drama, Did actually. It? Which oh. I thought was hilarious. Okay. Um, okay, so you're not going to be shocked, I'm sure. Call of Duty Mobile yeah, won I, this. I'm not at all surprised. Right? And, yeah, I mean, it's a good game. To be honest, it, it was a solid game. Yeah. And it's not like it shouldn't win just because it's got I, a Call of Duty backing to it. Yeah. I don't know what other games were up for the award, but I'm not surprised at that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I'm i drawing a blank on the name of the game, but somebody involved in making one of the other nominations mm-hmm. went on Twitter and just went on a rant oh my and talking mad shit about how Call of Duty won and it shouldn't have won over his game. And I just thought that was hilarious because it just showed like bitter. Yeah, I just I don't know it. I don't know what his game is. I never played it. It's mm-hmm. just it just seemed not very professional, right? And even if you don't think that Call of Duty should be able to win because it's got a Activision backing budget to it, it's a solid game, you know. Right. It's it's. It, it's not their fault that you don't, you know, Yeah. have the, the budget that they did. Yeah. So, anyways, I just thought that was an interesting thing that they got upset about. Uh, Sky Children of Light? Okay. Or was, was, that, that, was that the game? No, I'm asking you. Oh, I that don't That was know. one of the other nominations. I mean, nominees. there's multiple nominations, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. There's also Grindstone. Whatever. I'll, I'll look into it, because I'm curious say now. I want maybe Grindstone. Okay. But I don't want to, like, tarnish anybody. Right, that right. It wasn't. You could just Google mobile winner drama or something. I don't know. Yeah, I will be. Uh, <laughs> and then multiplayer game. Uh, the winner was Apex Legends, which was an interesting one to me because this was a game that came out and it was 
amazing. Came out of the blue. Nobody even knew it existed. Mm-hmm. Just launched for free. Mm-hmm. People loved it. It had like records for X amount of players at one time, mm-hmm. you know, for a long period of time. Right. Um, it did really well. And then it hit a, a, a moment where I think was when they did like a new season change and then like everybody was underwhelmed by it and mm-hmm. it just got a lot of negative attention. Okay. There was problems with things that they changed. Um, but I guess they rebounded and came back and yeah, it's doing well again. It's interesting. Uh, so okay. mul- multiplayer game was Apex Legends. Okay. Uh, and then best ongoing game, which I guess is kind of the same concept. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite. No surprise there. Weird. Especially since they did that whole reboot that yeah. you know Black hole gave situation. everybody. You know, took everybody's attention away from anything else. Yeah. You know, people literally logged into a game just to look at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> for days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then game direction slash score and music. Uh, Death Stranding won both of these. They, they were two separate right. awards. I just yeah. lumped them together because they right. were the same winner. Yeah. So game direction, score, and music. I, I can see that. It's... Even though the game doesn't look like my cup of tea, it does... I could see those awards being acceptable based on yeah. what I've seen of the game. Yeah. Um, and then VR slash AR game, which I feel like they should have those separate because they are not necessarily the same No. Thing. I think they're just not big enough genres to yeah, have separately. Yeah, because it's an AR game. Like, you can play on your phone. Yeah. That's not the same thing at all. Okay. Yeah. I'm, well, uh, I agree. So. But Beat Saber. Yeah. No one's um, surprised by that. I guess they're just adding new content to this game still. Yeah. I guess, I, like I said, I, I was disappointed in our version. So mm-hmm. maybe PC's got much more going on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, everybody, like, talks so much praise about that game. So yeah. I'm not surprised at one. And again, like, I, I feel like this game has been out longer than a year, unless I'm mistaken. But it could be that we saw it at E3 before it was out. That's true. Maybe it yeah. hasn't been a year of official release. Right. Um, so, that was it uh, yeah. for all of those. I guess the game of game of the year I I left for last. Right. I'll do that. Yeah. Unless I'm going to wait till the end of the episode. <laughs> no, let's just give it to him now. Okay. We don't want people to get pissed. Okay. <laughs> We're going to see like a giant dip yeah. in listeners like, uh, halfway. I'm not listening to that anymore. Um, so game of the year, uh, the winner was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And they also won Action Adventure Game. Which I've never heard of this game either. So, uh, so this is a game <laughs> that is kind of like Bloodborne, okay. Dark Souls. Okay. It's one of those really challenging games that you have to really learn how your enemy moves mm-hmm. and kind of learn a rhythm. To, to beating them yeah it's more like it trains you it's not so much as it's not luck you have to really just stick to a system to beat the the characters and okay. stuff um i hear it's a really fun game but really challenging obviously right. so doesn't sound i haven't played it um but that was a surprise winner because everybody was going into this assuming death stranding was going to win yeah and it did not i'm surprised actually uh, especially since uh uh, what's his name? The uh, the guy who does who toasts the game awards, uh, Jeff Keeley, I think his name is. But he's like really good friends with uh, Kojima. Uh, not to say that he would 
pick a winner based off friendship. But yeah. people just assumed, I guess, that that right. would be a thing. Even yeah. though that's not realistic because he's, you know, right professional and he doesn't do that kind of thing. Yeah. But, of course, that was the, the narrative. Okay. Um, but Death Stranding was just overall very loved by the media, it seemed. Mm-hmm. So I was expected that it would win. Yeah. So that was it for all, like, the winners. Um, and I thought, you know, there's a lot of stuff missing from mm-hmm. from awards that they could have given out to games. Yeah. But I think they need to spice it up for the next year. Yeah. So I thought to myself, Stephen, since you have such great ideas all the time, <laughs> what can you possibly do to improve the game awards for 2020? Yeah. You know? So what was your answer to yourself? In hindsight... What can the Game Awards fix yeah. in 2020? All right. Because hindsight's 2020. Yeah, I get it. Thank you. <laughs> and to answer your question, Stephen, um, I thought we could think of some awards to hand out that, you know, that they can do that will add some spice to it. So Did you just call me Stephen? No, I'm talking to myself. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I was having a conversation oh, sorry. with myself about what I could do. <laughs> Should I just see, where I may, see my way out then? <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're still here. <laughs> but since you're here, I guess I'll include you. Okay. <laughs> so I thought we could think of some things. So we'll just go back and forth, give a couple ideas of what we think could be fun awards to hand out. Okay. Uh, to spice up the, the game awards. Okay. You know? Uh, so how would I start off? Please do. Okay. I think this is a good one. So, they need to add an award for best slide between two rocks. Okay. In a video game. Uh-huh. Because that seems to be a common thing these days. It is very common. Is there's always a character wedging themselves between two rocks uh-huh. to get to another location. Mm-hmm. That's true. It seems like it's a, a standard of video games yeah. now. So Yeah. I thought, why is there not an award to determine who did it best? Yeah, you're right. That is that is missing. I think that they should definitely should add that award. Um, just off the top of my head, I think Star Wars Fallen Order would probably win. You think so? Yeah. They seem to have the best rock... Squeezing? Squeezing through. <laughs> the best rock... I will say that uh, the Tomb Raider games have pretty good ones, but those are not from this year, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, when did when did Shadow come out? I don't know. It might have been this year. It feels like so long ago, though. It might have come out early this year. No, it was last year. It was yeah, like I think late. It was. I think it was like late last year. Oh well. Anyways, so that's a good one that they can add. Yeah, it was September last year. Okay, your turn. Okay, my turn. Uh, okay, so they should definitely give an award for best errand simulator disguised as a mission. That's a good one. Because. Literally, every single game now is like, oh, can you go find me this apple in this blah, 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 because yeah. it's very important to I my... need five apples yeah. from the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the milk. Yeah. And then if you, like, drop one of them, you fail the mission. Yeah. When you could easily just go back and get another fucking apple. Yeah. <laughs> And then the character that you have to get the stuff for is like, it's over there in this location. Yeah. 
bitch, get it Go yourself. Go get it yourself. You clearly know where it is. Yeah, and then your reward is like not at all worth your time. But, yeah. Yeah. It's one apple. Yeah. <laughs> Here, you can have one of these now that yeah. you bought me them. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm missing an apple, I need you to go get me five yeah. more. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely. <laughs> I've done played games like that where they're like, okay, well now can you go get me these other things? Okay, well now can you go get me these other things? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, shut the fuck up! I got you the things. Leave yeah. me alone. Ten steps later, the mission is like halfway done. Yeah. So irritating. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. So what's next for or you? I guess I should say the best. <laughs> uh, I have. Most useless pre-order bonus Ooh, okay. in a video game. How would you divide that, though? Because I feel like most of them are pretty useless. So Yeah, so which one's the... The least useful? Like, which like, one's, like, just the worst possible pre-order that it's, like, shouldn't even exist? Yeah, that's... Because there's things that are, like, useless, but, like, they're, like, whatever. Yeah. But then there's ones that are just, like, this was stupid. Right. You know? So. What a, yeah, that's a, that's a good category. They should definitely have that. Yeah. I mean, pre-orders are pretty much useless in general these days. Right. Especially with digital. Mm-hmm. You don't need a pre-order because yeah. it's just, there's no stock that you can, they're not going to run out of the yeah. game. Yeah. It's digital. Yeah. The only you know? reason you pre-order these days is to get some kind of pre-order bonus yeah. and then it turns out to be trash and it's you're just, like, what the fuck? It's just kind of a tradition that's held on even though it's not really feasible to have it anymore right. yeah that's a good point um but it's just it's a way for them to guarantee that they get a sale on something right plus i learned you know why gamestop is so anal about getting people to pre-order games why? uh long before they eat like like a game will be like announced for like oh 2024 uh-huh you know, and then the game sounds like, oh, you want to, you want to pre-order this game? It's coming out in five years. You want this game? Yeah. So you know, I learned why. Why is, why is that? Because they, they collect a bunch of fucking interest on all of that oh. while it's in their bank account. Interesting. And so they're trying to, I mean, that's what I understood from yeah, something that's, I read. I mean, it's not wrong. Sneaky. I mean, obviously it's not a lot of money per person, but like added up, mm-hmm. they fucking make a good chunk of money yeah. from all those people who are sitting on, you know, the $5 each yeah, exactly. in, their, in their bank account waiting for that game to come out. Yeah. Even if you don't pay off the whole game, just the five bucks you put in. Yeah. So. I mean, their strategy didn't work out very well though, because GameStop's kind of like not doing well. Yeah, they're doing really yeah. bad. <laughs> Maybe I should go in there and offer to buy them for $3 and... 42 cents. Okay. Let me know how it goes. Give them a little taste of their own medicine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see you brought like uh, two grand worth of video games in. Um, <laughs> we can offer you $2.13 and a used Ritz cracker. Used? How was it used? Is there a bite taken out of it or was it just like on the floor? It was licked <laughs> by a rat. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. So yeah, that, that, you know, best pre-order bonus <laughs> or best worst pre-order bonus. Right. Right. Okay. So my next one is most tedious work for an achievement slash trophy. Okay. A yeah. lot of games would compete with this. One. Definitely. Uh, just need you to go do uh, <laughs> fifty thousand murders. <laughs> 
Um, I immediately was thinking of, um, which I'm not even sure if there was an achievement or trophy for it now that I think about it, but in um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that one fucking guy that was like, I need to go kill five more oh of these my guys. God. Yeah, well, and every single fucking time he did it, he was like, okay, I need to go kill five and, more. Yeah, <laughs> leading back to the fucking Aaron's bullshit. Yeah. So, and that was two different sides. Yeah, so that was like yeah. there was the one Spartans yeah. and the Athenians. Right. And so each side had to do the same fucking same thing. Same shit, yeah. And you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> did we get anything at the end of that? Because I can't remember. I think you got like an armor that was weaker than what you already had yeah, so it was useless I think it was intended to be done earlier in the game and right and we were just like no yeah we have better <laughs> things to do but apparently we didn't clearly at some we point. didn't at some point yeah <laughs> so yeah that was the worst and I think I I feel like I did so many of them and then I finally was like I gotta look up how many more there are yeah they should have been done by now right and I think we had like a couple more after that it was so bad so that was a winner yeah. For whatever year it came out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's add that. Most tedious work for an achievement slash trophy. Yeah. Okay, what's next for you? Um, Most expensive free-to-play game. Okay. Which All I know, right. I know you're thinking, Steven, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? If it's free-to-play, how can it be expensive? Please, elaborate. <laughs> well, to answer your question, Steven... <laughs> Free-to-play games are designed to make you want to spend money. Right. That's why they're free. It's true. So that you'll be like, well, since I didn't pay for the game, I'll spend something. I might as well spend $4,000. spend a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> unless you're one of those fucking blue whales or whatever the fuck yeah. they call them. <laughs> who spends grand at a time. Right. It's like, Jesus Christ, how do you yeah. have that much money to waste Right. on theoretical content? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's... Basically, what game will get people spending the most money on it, mm-hmm. even though they don't have to? Um, my guess would be Fortnite. Yeah, okay. that's probably <laughs> going to be the obvious. Pretty much any Battle Royale game, because yeah. they always have new content that right. people are like, oh, I need that. New trash you need to like yeah. wear. Yeah. See, I'm always the opposite in that mindset, where like, I just want the one thing I think looks really cool on me, mm-hmm. and like that's it. I don't want to... like. Yeah. I don't want to keep changing my look. I just mm-hmm. want what I want. And then that's yeah. it. That's one of the reasons I liked... I don't want to keep bringing up the same game again, but that is one thing that I liked about Assassin's Creed Odyssey is because if you found the look of the armor that you liked, you could always apply that look to anything that was bigger and better. Yeah. I think that was an update, though, at yeah. some point. I think the people who adapted to that game long before, when it first came out, mm-hmm. didn't have that luxury. Oh, okay. Which is kind of a nice thing for, yeah. for us, because we... We got all those benefits of the updates that improve the quality of life. Because we for played that it game. for like ages, yeah. So, but yeah, now that's I agree with you. Once you find something that's really fucking cool, like why do you keep going? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I get you know what my character I get it to look like I want it to look, and then it's like yeah, I like this, so yeah. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, but then every now and then. You know, like a couple months down the road, what if uh, some new outfit comes out that looks better? I guess I'm just boring. <laughs> I guess I just don't yeah. enjoy change. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you're you hear that, man. Obama? <laughs> you hear that? He there doesn't. Will be, oh. <laughs> He's out of office, so yeah. he can't hear anything He's anymore. He's busy. Yeah. <laughs> busy not being busy stressed. Busy not listening to the people. Yeah. 
All right. Those are three pretty good contenders that you have. Uh, I I have I one said more. Two. Oh. Did you say three? No. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> I said three. Yeah. <laughs> You're still here? <laughs> um, Rage Quit Game of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Game of the Year, but the one that pisses the you off the most. The one that pisses so you off the most, yeah. And you keep leaving it. Right, yeah. You got that love hate relationship to yeah. it. Yeah. Who would you, who would have won that for you? <sighs> um, for this year. Mm hmm. Probably a split between uh, Days Gone and Fallen Order. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I remember you yelling at Fallen Order a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Days Gone, when. Long before I realized I could quick save on my bike, I lost a shit ton of progress mm. off of a horde uh, that I had spent like a bunch of time on, and then I got killed, and then I lost like a bunch of time in the game. Oh, okay. So that pissed me off. Right. But same shit with uh, Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, where like, if you play on the harder difficulties, you don't have like, they don't really give you the benefit of the save right. stuff, so like you like will lose a lot of progress too. Right. You'll have to go all the way back. If you don't keep using the meditation zones. Gotcha. So that's definitely my winner. Okay. One of those two. Okay. I think these are all really good candidates. They should definitely add some kind of categories like yeah, these right? next year. Even if it's not in the main thing, just put like as like a pre Like a fan pre-show. category and have yeah, like, fan the fans category. There you go. D- vote. Like, that would be legit. Yeah. Well, I mean, fans do vote too, but they just aren't as big of an impact on the winners as mm-hmm. the media is. Right. I think they just count as a small percent of it. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, with the Game Awards, there were a lot of reveals and announcements. So, I guess I'll get into those. And Yeah, well, we're done with the... That's it for the actual the awards. Winners yeah. and the, you know, best ideas for winners in the yeah. future. Yeah. So, uh, first up was uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance on Switch. Uh, Rise of the Phoenix was uh, revealed. And there, that includes new challenge areas and characters such as Cable, Gambit, Iceman, and Jean Grey. Yeah. Iceman? Sorry. Iceman. <laughs> so I'm curious if this is one of the DLC packs that's included in the season pass. Because I had bought that mm-hmm. with the game. And I have not touched the game mm-hmm. since it first came out. And I beat it. Right. I have not gone back to any of the new stuff. Uh, well, that's not true. They had announced, like, Spider-Man... Some variations of Spider-Man were added to it for mm-hmm. free, mm-hmm. which I was like, well, why are you adding shit for free when people paid for a season pass? Right. Give that shit first. Yeah. You know. Um, not bitter at all. Yeah, not bitter. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but then I realized it was like, they're added to the game, but you have to actually work to get them. Oh, you don't just okay. get them. So I was like, okay, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> work? No. So, nominee for uh, most tedious work for an achievement slash trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Or just character skin. Right. So, Um, you're telling me that you finished that game, even though we were supposedly playing it together? Yeah. When was the last time you even thought about that game? The next day after we played it the first time. And I told you, I saved a separate file that I played by myself. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have not touched the one that we started together. Well, you haven't even said shit about it to me until now. That's a lie. That's not. You a lie. know I was playing it. I knew you were playing and what, what it. The was next your, day. What was your expectation that I'm to today 
not have touching that game so no. that we could play it together. No, my expectation was that you would have said, hey, do you want to keep playing at some point? Like, the day or two later. You want to get hurt? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Uh, okay, next on the list, uh, Maneater, a Jaws Unleashed style oh, well, game. Do we, we go into the rest of that? Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance thing? Uh, I said everything that's on okay. the list. So, yeah, new challenges, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just making sure. Okay. I'm here for the people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Maneater, uh, Jaws Unleashed style game. It's an open world shark game similar to Tony Hawk gameplay. Yeah, so I know you're like, I don't understand what the fuck you're I talking about. I know what about. that means. Okay. I played Tony Hawk. Okay. So, <laughs> Jaws Unleashed was like a game, I want to say on like PS2 or something. Uh-huh. And it was basically like a, you swim as Jaws and then you go and kill fucking people and stuff and you get points okay so it was fun but it was very limited to the ps2 you know tech mm-hmm. this game they had a trailer this game looks fucking amazing yeah it looks like it's got like the charisma of tony hawk pro skater yeah as a shark okay. killing people okay yeah okay. It, it looks so good so i was really pumped when i saw this yeah um i think they had a release date for like next year okay but um, yeah, I'll definitely be buying this game. Yeah, it sounds like I have no clue what consoles it's going to be on. Yeah. I'm assuming all of them. I just hope it's not a uh, mobile game. It right. doesn't look like it's going to be, but damn, it looked good. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, this one is going to be all you as well. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake had a trailer. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they keep playing the shit out of this for the audience. So... They added another trailer. Um, the game looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I think it's in game that they showed. Okay. Um, maybe not, but either way, they did have gameplay footage. Mm-hmm. So even if the cutscenes were not in game, it all looks good. Yeah. Uh, they seem to have every character it looked like in the trailer. It didn't look like they left anybody out that I could see. Okay. They even had Tifa's uh, minions that she uh, carries with her. Yeah, her twins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did not forget them. Okay. I mean, if you're into Final Fantasy VII, I'm assuming you're buying this. You right. Know? Um, otherwise, it looks like a solid game. It's an RPG, so it's going to be full of, full of hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it is being released in a weird format, though. It's going to be... Uh, episodic not as one game it's going to be sections of the game interesting so it'll be interesting to see how big it really ends up being because Final Fantasy 7 was a very large game that's an interesting idea actually if you were to release like a big game like that in at quote unquote episodes and let Mm -hmm. people play through parts of it and then wait for the next section to come out it's like a TV show the only downside though like let's say not to say that anybody would do this but Let's say a developer gets lazy on the last couple or something. Right. Or they are, you know, I don't know. Just. I would hope that they would just be done. It's with possible the game. that the polish could not be as good. Right. Down the line of the episodes. Okay. I wasn't thinking of it as in terms of them, like, not being done with it. I was just thinking of it as they're releasing it in sections, so it would all be done, but maybe I don't know how it works. No, I don't think that they're done with all of it. Okay. It's like, they'll probably, when they release the first one, they'll probably have most of the second one done. Mm-hmm. 
if not on to the third. Okay. But they're not completely done with the game when they release it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and obviously, you're not going to be able to buy it in the episodes. It's going to be you're buying the full thing, right? Right. So, yeah. Because you can't jump into episode three or right. four or whatever, yeah. however many they go. Yeah. It's not going to make sense. Plus, you want to have the progression data that you need. Mm-hmm. But yeah, more Final Fantasy. So anybody interested, which is most fucking people. Yeah. It's looking gorgeous, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up was a reveal of Humankind, a civilization simulator. Do you have any input on this one? Um, it kind of had my interest, but these kind of games are not really my style. Mm-hmm. It, it was interesting, though. It kind of had a premise of the decisions you make will impact how your civilization grows and builds itself. Mm-hmm. So it can, like, take on a form that is, like, in a sense, diversive of other cultures. Okay. Not just kind of, like, A to B of this is one culture, so it's going to turn into that. It's kind of what decisions you make to attack other civilizations or whatever within war or or whatever treaties or what have you mm-hmm. can grow and impact your civilization, it looked like. Okay. And it was very customizable in that sense. Gotcha. So it kind of had my interest. Obviously, it starts early on. They had, like, all these, you know, generations of mm-hmm. of historical eras. Mm-hmm. It seemed like something I'd probably check out the trailer for. I did not watch it, unfortunately. Yeah, so. well, I mean, it, that's the beauty of the internet. It's, yeah. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be long after we're all dead. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then the uh, prologue is Player Unknown's next project, and... I did watch this teaser video, and I don't think I learned anything more. Yeah, nobody did. It, <laughs> it was very much nothing happened. Yeah. It looked gorgeous. It, yeah. It, it looked like it was a PS5 uh-huh. slash Xbox uh, Series X, I guess is what they're calling it now. Oh, okay. Formerly Xbox. Scarlet. Uh, Scarlet, yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, the video was really cool. It was just like the woods or like pretty much outside. it was a tech demo of, of yeah. graphics of the right. game yeah um, but it, i didn't then there was like lightning yeah. or something right yeah so i mean first instinct it's going to be uh, some form of battle royale since it's player since unknown it's player who, unknown yeah you know has player unknown battle mm-hmm. royale mm-hmm. uh but i was it piqued my interest because this is a game after that you know so it, it's kind of is it going to be the same thing is it an add-on to that is it Something completely new, mm-hmm. but they didn't really show much other than just how good it looked. Right, yeah. And it was first person, so you didn't see any actual people. You just saw basically a forest. Right. Keep our eyes out and what, what that turns into. Yeah. Uh, so also, Fortnite content was announced or showed a content themed after Star Wars, including TIE Fighters, character skins, and weapons. Uh, on Saturday the 14th, they revealed new, a new scene for upcoming movie... For the upcoming movie in Fortnite. Yeah, this was their big reveal. Right. At the Game Awards was, I mean, who was shocked by this? They yeah. did Marvel yeah. Avengers stuff. They've done other properties mm-hmm. outside of Disney. Yeah. So Star Wars was an obvious for Fortnite, right? Right. So they added TIE Fighters to, I think, the parachutes that you go in as look like TIE Fighters. Mm-hmm. They added... Um, Weapons that have like the laser beams and okay, um, 
character skins of Ray, Finn. Okay. Um, I think Poe. Uh, stuff that you expect. Stormtroopers. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then it was announced within this that uh, to follow up the next day, uh, or I guess it was a couple days, because this was the Thursday, so that Saturday was going to be, within Fortnite, they were going to reveal a exclusive scene from the movie okay. coming out next week. Okay. Um, for people to watch inside the game. Okay. And, you know, again, they did that kind of concept with the reboot of Fortnite with the black hole thing. Right. It was an event that you go in and you watch. Mm -hmm. Um, They did other things, too, that were quote-unquote events. Right. So this was not a shock. Um, And I... Did you watch the thing? No. Okay. So I debated. I was like, "Eh, I don't really want to get into Fortnite just to watch something. Yeah. You know? So I did what any lazy person would do, and I waited for it to happen, and then I looked for it on YouTube. Right. Success. <laughs> and I'm glad I did that, because it was a waste of time. Okay. Uh, so basically, it was, they just showed not even 20 seconds of a scene in the movie where they show up to a ship, mm-hmm. um, they, you know, fly in, land, Ray, Poe, and Finn, mm-hmm. and then... They run into a couple uh, stormtroopers or whatever the fuck they're called now. Yeah. And Ray does the Jedi persuasion on oh, them. Okay. I don't remember what she said. It was like these are not the droids you're looking for. It was <laughs> that thing, but it was like you did not see us or some right. shit like that. Okay. And then they were like, we didn't see you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something like that. Got it. Got it. And then Poe had some funny line. I don't know. Okay. I didn't pay enough attention. Got it. Um, it's a good thing you So didn't. it was just pretty dramatic okay. uh, of a you know announcement for something that was very lackluster. It's like anticlimactic then. Yeah. Okay. So you know you think that was spoilers of the movie? Not really, right? I mean, I mean no. It's pretty vague still. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> all right. So that was really all it was. So okay. Star Wars is in Fortnite. Okay. No fucking surprise there. Right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Our next announcement is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, is delayed from February, is now being released in March 2020. Not a huge delay. Yeah, that's, like, <laughs> I'm not even sure that's worth announcing, but okay. Well, that wasn't the announcement. It was <laughs> oh. just they just had gameplay. It was Got just it. part of... Just showing They it. were just showing more of the game. Okay. I mean, we've seen plenty of this game. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. It's yeah. unique. It's a side-scrolling puzzle adventure game. Mm-hmm. It looks a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, in fact, we almost thought that it I was know. out yeah. the other night. We looked on the Xbox uh, Marketplace and then in Game Pass, it had it on there. And I was like, what the fuck? Thinking yeah. it was out. It was available to download And then it already. was like, oh, this game. Yeah, you could download it. And then it was like, oh, this game's not out yet. You got to wait till March. Like, yeah. why, why? Why are you there? Don't, why are you here now? Just don't yeah. show up in the freaking store. It's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, the release delay is not a huge thing. It's yeah. like a month, not even. Okay. I'm more curious if this is a move for alignment of scattering their releases. Uh, March seems like a more logical choice anyway, because I think that's when um, spring break falls anyway. End of March. Yeah, I mean, yeah. most people want to spend their spring break playing a indie-style puzzle. Well, people that play video game. games, that might be true. 
going to Cancun and play me some Ori. Whatever. Woohoo! <laughs> Trying to act like you would go to Cancun for spring break. That's what I sound like if I go there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, next up is Apex Legends gets a holiday bash makeover for a limited time. So you can uh, go get your uh, character skins after Christmas. Jack Frost, Candy Cane. Well, it, not, it, they're not after Christmas. Oh, they're, they're, okay. They're, they're skins based on Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Apex Legends had a holiday bash uh, announcement, which is basically a timed content which will be themed after surprise, surprise, Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, character skins for all of their characters. They had things that looked like a character that resembled Jack Frost. Um, there was a robot. I can't remember his name, but he looked like he was made out of candy canes and had like a Christmas Santa hat. And uh, there was a character who was dressed like an elf, mm-hmm. very similar to what they look like in uh, the movie Elf. Okay. Uh, and they even had a joke in there about taking an Elfie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a character who uh, the mask looked like a reindeer. They were just very creative designs for these characters. Okay. And so it just seemed like something that would be cool to check out for anybody who plays that game. Uh, I played a little bit when it first came out, but I never really went back to it. Battle Royale is not really my thing because mm-hmm. I don't have friends. Keep saying that. I'm just hoping that somebody will <laughs> will email me at dtfpod at gmail.com and ask me to, to be their friend oh, okay. and play video games. Gotcha. I see where you're going with that then. But until then, I'll just watch other people have friends. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, you have any interest in this? I mean, I'll try to play with you if you want. I don't really know much about it. I mean, it's just a battle royale game. Yeah, I'm They're not very good at that stuff, but I'll event try. Event skins for Christmas. Yeah. That's what all it is. I'll check it out if you want to. Okay. Next on the list is Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, coming summer 2020. That's, as we discussed before, an open world samurai adventure game. Uh, doesn't look like... There was nothing new shown at the Game Awards. Yeah, and this was like the whole... State of Play had the tease of, oh, come check out more content of yeah. this game. They showed more of the same. More it of the same. It was nothing okay. really special. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this game is either you're sold on it or you're not already. Right. I yeah. don't think they're going to show anything that's going to change anyone's opinion. Okay. I don't think I'm sold on it. Yeah. Um. It does kind of remind me of Onimusha. Okay. But that's probably just because it's samurai style. Mm-hmm. But unless they have any kind of demons and shit, like Onimusha does, which is the whole premise of it, I'm probably not going to be that interested. And it seems like it's more of a historical okay, accuracy kind of storytelling. Gotcha. Samurai adventure. Anyways, and that's still supposedly a PS4 game. It looks gorgeous, but I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if that was a PS4 slash PS5 game. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Next up was Gears Tactics. Which looks similar to XCOM with an April 2020 release. April 28th? That's what it says, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah, this was a game that they announced a few years back, I think, at E3. Okay. Uh, XCOM was a very popular game. It's like the the role-playing... I don't know how to explain it. Have you played XCOM? Nope. So basically it's like... 
it's kind of like chess. You like you pick a spot to put your character. Like you have your character walk to a spot, and then they're at a better position to shoot or whatever, attack the enemy, and you just have them move around. There's obviously rules involved okay. that they have to follow within the game. And okay. The Mario and Rabbids game, whatever, that's one of those. Okay. Um, it's not really my style, but I'm interested just because it's Gears. Right. So it's on Game Pass, so I'll for sure check it out. Yeah. It's going to come the console and PC. I think this was an announcement that it was also on console. I don't think oh, that okay. was established yet. Gotcha. So it's just more Gears of War lore. I think it's like a prequel to the other games. So okay. it's going to be in its own little realm of story. Okay. Uh, and the other announcement was one of the other announcements. Yeah, there's a well, lot of announcements yeah, still. Sorry, <laughs> spaced out there. Um, was that uh, Beat Saber is getting a music pack including six songs from Green Day? Yeah, that was like the. They had Green Day do a couple songs at the awards. It was pretty much at the uh, end okay. of the show. So. Um, my question and for you is: Are they like old Green Day or new Green Day? I I assume it'll be a mix. I think okay. I assume they had a new album come out and they were promoting it. Maybe they did play a old song, but I think they played a newer one. Okay. At least I didn't recognize it. Okay. But I also don't like Green Day, so. Hmm. I like Green Day. I mean, I don't hate them. I just never really got into them. Gotcha. I, was I really like into them. I in like high a couple songs. Yeah. But I don't like got my way to listen to them. Gotcha. Um, I saw them play live, actually. I really liked Brain Stew. Yeah. But they had a version mm-hmm. from the Godzilla soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the Americanized Godzilla back in like the early 2000s or whatever. Yeah. With Matt Matthew Broderick, is it? I think that's is that right. his name? I think so. Okay. And it had uh, Jean Reno. He uh, was in it. He played a Frenchman. I don't know who that is. John Reno? Yeah. He's in The Professional? Nope. I haven't seen that. I don't think it's called The Professional, but I think people call it The Professional. I think it's like something Leon. Leon The Professional, something like that. You know who he is. You're going to see him and be like, oh, this guy. This guy? Yeah. Oh, and he's in the Pink Panther movies. As his like... Okay. I recognize him. Also as a Frenchman. Weird. Probably because he's French. He's a French actor, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Real real typecast in there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um so Where were we? <laughs> um we were just we talked about Beat Saber. So Beat Saber. We got yes. into the Green I don't know tangent. how we got to Green him. Day. Green, Green Day, Day is Day. how. Yes. Um <laughs> Jean Reno. Yeah. Okay. Reno. Hangs out with Green Day a lot. <laughs> so, uh, next announcement is Wolf Among Us 2. They showed video, I'm assuming? It was just a teaser trailer. Okay. So, Wolf Among Us is, like, a very popular Teletone game. It's one of their yeah. first games. Yeah. I think it's based off a comic about fairy tale characters. Okay. And, like, he's, like, a detective, if I'm correct. And he solves murders of fairy tale creatures. Oh. I think. That sounds familiar. It kind of sounds like uh, that show on Amazon. Oh, it? yeah, it does. Now I think about it. Carnival Row. Carnival Row. 
it sounds like something else. I too. could be completely wrong, though. I've never okay. played this, but okay. from what I understood, I thought that's what it was, the premise of. Okay. Um, it's very popular. Uh, people even claim it, some people claim it's the best that Telltale ever made. Okay. Obviously, there was the drama with Telltale. They went bankrupt or whatever. Right. They shut down, didn't even mm-hmm. pay their employees all this back money they owed. Yeah. Uh, this is all while they had the last chapter of The Walking Dead in production, and then they scrapped that, so they never finished it. Another company came in and bought it. Um, LCG Entertainment? They bought all the bought properties the uh, that Telltale had owned. Right. Um, but, again, New Studio was formed uh, with, like, the Telltale oh, developer okay. staff as a new Telltale right. company. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, I don't think it was official, but it seemed like they might be supposedly working together to okay. to bring this to light. Oh, well, it makes sense. I think this was actually announced a while back, but then obviously it was scrapped when shit hit the fan with the company. Gotcha. Uh, so this is kind of a big thing that that was released or announced. Um, oh. What? I'm just I'm looking at the next announcement. <laughs> Not sure that we need another one of these kind of games, but the next announcement. Well, I mean, do we have a lot of well like these games? It just okay. So, what? Fast and Furious Crossroads is announced by apparently Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez actually yeah. came on stage to announce it. Yeah. Well, Michelle Rodriguez came on to. Uh, I think she was there to announce a winner of one of the categories. Oh. And then she also. Brought out her friend, oh my God. Vin Diesel, uh-huh. and then they had this awkward banter with each other about yeah. the. I don't know. It was clear they were just cross promoting their new movie, right? But it, like, it was weirdly worded that I couldn't help but wonder if it was actually a part of the show mm-hmm. or if they just took advantage of the stage, yeah, to talk about it, yeah. Because it didn't seem like it was intended to be part of the show. Or at least they're really bad at it, if it uh, was. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, so I guess the game is supposed to be an adaptation of the movie series and is described as a team-based vehicular heist action game. See, this to me sounds like GTA. Yeah. It, it's, so it's, that, it's, <laughs> that's Their character models didn't look that good either. It, yeah. Apparently this was secretly being developed and they were... Like I don't think anybody was like looking for this, so I don't think you had to hide it it that hard. You know, it was was probably pretty easy to hide. So, uh, yeah, they announced that more Fast and Furious, right? Yeah, I mean, why not? They've they've (laughs) dabbled in the video game realm before with uh, Forza. They had like a a mini game to promote one of the other movies a few years back. Mm -hmm. It was like a it was free to download for a certain point, and then you had to pay for it. Obviously, okay. I download it for free because right. I look for deals. If it's free, yeah. That's fair. Um, okay. And there was also an announcement for PlayStation 5 and the Epic Game Store of Godfall, uh, which is described as a looter slasher game with third-person real-time melee combat. It's due out in 2020 holiday season, which makes sense because that's when PS5 is Yeah, out. so that was kind of like the highlight of this was people mm. saw that it was a PS5 game. I wonder if it'll be like a, a launch bundle or whatever. Not, well, it's not that big? Probably not a bundle. Okay. It's possible. Okay. It's possible. You're right. Okay. Um, but I, uh, for sure, probably a launch title. Yeah. Um, but that kind of is what I think people 
latched onto was the 2020 holiday season. Right. Which kind of reassures that the console will be out. Right. That time. Yeah. And it's not just a vague release, you know, window. Right. That it, they might be able to stick to that. It looked interesting. It kind of looked like it had like a Armageddon, the Four Horsemen kind of tone to it. Like that's what I got out of those characters was they were the Four Horsemen. Okay. Um, maybe I'm completely wrong on that. That was the vibe I got. In fact, I even was like, is this a Darksiders game? Right, that's what I was... So when you said that, I was like... Oh, I was like, so is this a Dark Darksiders game? When I first saw the trailer come, and I was like, no, this is not. Hmm, okay. It looks interesting, though. And the next one is... I actually watched this, too. Uh, this They announced a sequel to Hellblade Sinua's Sacrifice, which will be Sinua's Saga Hellblade 2. That was a fucking weird one. Yeah, it was. Uh... <laughs> clearly showed off what the xbox series x has to offer uh abilities wise i guess um yeah so this was like based on the tech for the new xbox right i watched that video and it was like really fucking weird like the music was insane yeah and i mean mean, it follows like the whole um celtic yeah kind of tribal Right. Tone, right. Yeah, like so. it totally made sense, but it was just like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was really, like the graphics were really, yeah. really impressive. And the first game was known for being really quality looking graphics. Right. Yeah. But if you put them side by side, you're like, it's wow, this looks difference. way better. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a game that they announced. Um, obviously, Microsoft bought the developer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they never really have been known to make sequels. So that was kind of a big thing that this was mm-hmm. a sequel. Yeah, I, I'm interested. I haven't played the first one yet. It's on Game Pass. I yeah. hear it played an interesting mechanic of using audio mm-hmm. as part of the storytelling. And mm-hmm. I, I guess it's like, a, has to do with mental illness or mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, hearing voices in your head, kind of right. playing on that whole idea. Mm-hmm. So I, I hear it's a game that is definitely worth playing. Right. for the experience. Yeah, it's actually so, one of the next ones I'm interested in playing. Yeah, after. I'll probably check it out. I don't think it has a whole lot of action mm-hmm. to the gameplay, but I'll check it out. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. Especially for this one. Yeah. Which obviously won't be up for a while, but right. it says it's early in development, so. Okay, and the final announcement, I think, was that Microsoft announced that the... Uh, what we've known as Xbox Scarlet up until this point is officially called Xbox Series X. Yeah, and so the question <laughs> is, is this a device or is this just going to be the label going forward for Xbox devices? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm con- I'm interested to see what exactly this entails. Is it going to be like this is Series X1 and then X2 or is it going to be like Series... Yeah, we is, don't know. I don't know. It's I'm confused by it, so... Um, and then they talked about how that will be out in, I think they talked about that. It was was holidays 2020. 2020. Yeah. Yeah, They're all the same. Um, and you saw this. So how, how was the shape? Was it weird? It's, uh, drastically different than what you expect from a console, but, uh, it's not bad. It's just different. Okay. Um, so it's more of a rectangular shape. Mm-hmm. That stands up like a, like, I think you can stand like a tower or on its side. Okay. Either way, it's not, it's not so sh- like 
flat. It's it's more of a, a boxy look. Yeah. So it looks like a computer. Yeah. Ish. I mean, it's smaller. It's like a like a mini kind of like a half size tower. It look. I mean, I don't know about size wise. Yeah, I mean, it's... it there there's there's pictures where it compares it to other console sizes for proportions, and it's not that much bigger. It's slightly taller, I think, than the other consoles, but it's yeah. not as wide. Interesting. Okay. Um. So obviously, you're gonna have to have a different setup for where you place it. Right. Assuming you don't put it on its side. Yeah. Um. It's very simple. It's basically a black box yeah. or whatever, rectangular box. And right. the venting is all on the side, it looks like, or the top, however you're positioning it. And it's got like a green glowing light at the top. Yeah. I think it looks fine. Yeah, uh, it, it's fine. It's getting a lot of negative attention. It's People are talking surprising. mad shit. Yeah. Um, I've seen some real inappropriate things on the internet making fun of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I served some justice on Instagram, actually. Did you? I was pretty proud of myself. I see. If you want me to get onto that, I can tell you about that. <laughs> sure, why not? So, this piece of shit, uh-huh. after this was revealed, um, I don't know if he made this or just mm-hmm. found it and posted it, that, but he okay. thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So, he had a picture posted on his Instagram of these images of this device... Being the Twin Towers, mm-hmm. and then the image of the p- supposed prototype of the PS5, which looks really fucking weird. It does. As the plane uh, photoshopped into what is 9-11's iconic look of the plane right. going into the two towers yeah. smoking. I don't know why he thought that and was appropriate. he thought it was hilarious, and pretty much everybody in the fucking comments was like, this is inappropriate, this yeah. is terrible, this yeah. is not funny. Yeah. Uh, you know... Normal, Normal human intelligent reactions. people who have empathy for mm-hmm. others yeah. and care. Um, and all he would do is just respond with like the stupid emoji of laughing while you know, cry laughing mm-hmm. emoji. Yeah. Uh, so I took it upon myself. I like myself. that emoji. He's a dick, but yeah. that emoji is cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can't use it now. Well, I'm just saying. Because now I tie it to that piece I'm of shit. I'm just saying. You so can't. now if you use it with me, I'm like, oh, she's with him. No. That's not how it works. Well, That's why I brought it up. You okay. need to understand. Well, I that mean, I can't, he doesn't have ownership. I can't accept that, that anymore. Anyway, it's so I reported me. it. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really think it would do much, but it just really bothered me for some reason. So I felt I had to do something. Yeah. Probably most people wouldn't have cared and just moved on with their life, but it bothered yeah. me. So I, I reported them. And within like that day, I got a response saying that they took it down and and basically warned him. Yeah. I was like, fucking justice served. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Thanks again, Aaron Paul. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. So, I, I mean, that's just an example of Got somebody it. taking it to the extreme. Right. Um, of course. There's always but some... there's a lot of memes out there making fun of it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, sure, they're funny, whatever. But, like, I don't know. It just seems weird that people are on this hate train. Yeah. Um, it's like, do you really care what your console looks like? You're there to play the fucking games. Yeah. Um, plus, we don't know what PS5 technically looks like. Yeah, I don't think it's going to look looks... anything like that prototype. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. It just... I think it looks fine. Yeah. But it's, it's the cool thing to hate on Microsoft. Yeah. Specifically Xbox, so... Right. That's what people do. Gotcha. 
as I go and buy it anyways. Yeah. It's like shitting on EA. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like, well, look at the transactions the popular as thing I buy to stuff. do is to make fun <laughs> of something, even though yeah. you have no real problem with it right. yourself. Yeah. That's just the thing right now. Gotcha. It's just that internet mob mentality. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, I mean, it was surprisingly earlier in the Game Awards. It wasn't the last thing. Oh, I was okay. surprised by that. I put it at the end because I think Sorry. it's the bigger right. news of it all. In fact, I was torn because, like, well, do I put Hellblade two after? Because it refers because it's to technically the after. X. Yeah. But whatever. It's fine. You know. Uh, yeah. So I just put it last because I thought it was the biggest of the news. Okay. Um, they had other things. I don't think we put everything. Okay. There was other games. I just was like, this isn't important. So I, I urge people to go check out, you know, recap of the game awards if they want more context of of stuff we've covered mm-hmm. um it was long as fuck three hours some good stuff but um they just need to add those those new award those new categories categories yeah you know <laughs> make it better definitely well i think we're wrapped up with that right so should we talk about what we played yeah yeah i mean we didn't play a whole lot because i of- mean I mean, you didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've been busy. I agree. Doing notes for this and yeah, other stuff. Yes. But yeah, but we, we do have a couple things to talk about quickly. Yeah, I'll I'll just get mine out of the way since yeah. that's pretty much useless. <laughs> I mean, well, I've been playing Days Gone. Right. I'm not going to cover that again. But right. Still loving it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's a bigger game than I thought. There's yeah. more to it. Yeah. Um, but I. So I was playing a lot of that, but uh, the new thing that I played, I, I just randomly found, I think I was scrolling Facebook or something, and I had like an ad for a game called Happy Hockey. I was like, I like hockey, <laughs> and I like being happy. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I'll try this out. Yeah. Did it work? So I downloaded it. <laughs> it looked very basic. The whole premise is you like have a little avatar character at the bottom, you have fucking random ass things in the way that you have to shoot through to get into a hockey net. Okay. So I'm like, oh, this would be a fun puzzle kind of game. Okay. Very fucking easy. Right. There's like no real challenge. It's like that the, the shit in the way tends to move out of the way for you. Okay. So it makes me think like they want you to win. I was like, okay, maybe it just gets harder later on. Uh, got a little bit further in. The whole premise of this game is pretty much to sell ads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was very disappointing because... And I know you're like, well, isn't that what all fucking mobile games are? Yes, that's true. But this one goes out of its way to make sure you know that they don't care about the actual game. Yeah. They just want you to look at a fucking ad. Yeah. So every level, you get rewards or... Something like that. Like, you'll get a gift. Uh-huh. And then if you want to click... If you click the gift, it gives you an ad. Right. Before mm-hmm. you wa- get your gift. Yeah. It's like, oh, you won this. Collect your gift. Click yeah. the collect your gift. Oh, watch this ad, though. Watch this ad first, yeah. Um, and then there's, like, another thing where you get coins or something for winning the thing. And it's like, collect your coins. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, do you want to get times 
five coins by watching this ad Mm -hmm. or just collect your coins. Mm -hmm. So I said, no, I just want to collect my coins. I don't want to watch an ad. Right. Guess what it gets you to to do? An ad. Yeah, it gets you to watch an (laughs) ad after you collect your coins. What the fuck? (laughs) So no matter what, you're watching an ad. Right. Okay. Essentially, they just want you to watch ads. Right. So even if you click the no or the yeah. button that makes it seem like it's around yeah, the ads, it, it it's just, still ads. There's no option to not watch an ad. That's dumb. And it just seems weird because, yeah, games have ads for mobile typically, but like they don't make you watch ads for every little thing you do in the game. Yeah. And so it's just like tedious and it just draws me away from wanting to even play the game. That's a bummer. So I downloaded it, played it for... Like maybe half a day at most mm-hmm. and then I got pretty far but I was like yeah this ad bullshit is just not doing it for me it's yeah. not worth worth my time yeah so I deleted it gotcha it's well. gone so <laughs> my happy hockey did not make me very happy wasn't really all that hockey okay other than shooting a puck in a net gotcha um well sorry you had a poor experience so it there. sucked yeah but it sucked um, I would not recommend this. Okay. Uh, so, do not download it. Okay. Unless you like terrible games that just basically are ads. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. Okay. Uh, well, I actually finally got to play a little bit of games. Uh, so, I finished Outer Worlds. Okay. Which was exciting. Um, you sound like it was. <laughs> Which was exciting. <laughs> well, I say that because um, I and I enjoy that I finally got to finish it, but I kind of was annoyed with. There's three different endings, and so I have to kind of go back and do things a different way if I want the different endings. Like, and they're all achievements associated with the different endings. Gotcha. So I have to play the game. Base. I mean, I can cheat around it basically by going back to my save right before I finished and doing them different ways. But um, it kind of bugged me because I was I kind of before my last mission I was like, okay, well I'm gonna go see what kind of achievement situation I have going on. And I realized there were a ton that I hadn't done, and I did like a lot of the easier ones. And but then I got to a point where it was like. There's three different endings and three different achievements, so you have to do it three times in order to get that, and that bothered me. Like, I like to be able to 100% a game if I can't, like, without having to get, like, I don't, I usually don't get the, uh, beat it on supernova difficulty or yeah. whatever bullshit, but yeah. I like to be able to get all the gameplay related ones if I yeah. can. So it kind of forces replay. Yeah, it which forces you to isn't replay. a bad thing because that's what they want you to that's do. That's what they want you but, to do, and that's clearly that kind uh, of game. Pro but tip just, you could always make a save. If you know before a split decision like that, yeah, make that's a separate what I did. save and then just yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I did. So um, I just have to go back and do it. But it's just another thing that I'm probably not going to end up having time or caring to do, and I'm just going to end up having it be one of those games that I didn't really officially finish all the. Well, I mean that's for. I mean, which is most games. You finish the game. You just yeah, hundred percent the achievements. But does I that know. really matter? No, it just bothers me. I guess. But anyway, uh, I think it was it was a really fun game. I enjoyed it. I probably will go back into it for some of the achievements because there's some that I have left that are still pretty easy, like killing X number of people a certain mm. way. And that I was like a weapon type that I just ended up not using. And yeah. all I have to do is go back and grab one and go to an enemy-heavy area and go to town and I'll be good. Um, okay. 
I recommend it. It definitely got um, a little bit... I played it more on the, uh, like, dialogue-heavy, like, persuasion, lying, and whatever Yeah, you are good at that. What? You are good at that. Persuasion and lying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my character was, anyway. Um, I played it more that way than the, like, battle-heavy, like, intimidation stuff. So, I guess I could go back to my halfway through mark or something and start playing the other like the aggressive way and see how that goes instead but um I, it was definitely an entertaining game there were a lot of options yeah it seemed to be uh popular it, it's not as big i don't think as like fallout but right. it's apparently just as fun i want to um, say it said i was at one day and 22 hours or something like that. So almost two days worth. Okay. What's that? 40, 48 hours worth of time approximately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I recommend it. And then when I was done with that, I started playing Fallen Order finally. Star Wars? Yes. Fallen Order? Star Wars. Jedi Fallen Jedi Order? Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Which I'm obviously very late to the game and you've already started as well. Um yeah, I mean, I beat the story. Yeah. I had to go back and do, like, all the collectible crap if I feel like it. Gotcha. You know, achievements, whatever. But I finished the story. Yeah. I played it on a harder difficulty that took a lot longer to play, but... Yeah. I chose to do story mode because I probably would have anyway, but also you highly recommended it. And I heard you yelling at the game a lot, so... I yeah, like, I was, it was a contender for the uh, Rage Quit of the Year, <laughs> Rage so... Rage Quit of the Year, so... I usually tend to play... On story mode or like the lower difficulty, occasionally. What what's the last game? I I, I think Outer Worlds I played on normal, and then whatever I played before that I played on normal. But usually, it just depends on the game. Some games normal is hard, you know. Yeah. And some games normal is really easy. It just it just depends on the developer how. They I make tend to game. err on the side of it should be easier unless I yeah. really. I, I'm torn because I stick with that mindset that I want to play on the hardest difficulty so I can get all the achievements out mm-hmm. of the way in one hit. Yeah. But I'm also at the age where I don't have the time to like right. dedicate to like just struggling through something. Yeah. Plus, I want to enjoy it. Exactly. And so that's where I am too. I don't um, want to. Yeah. I'd rather have more fun than worry about getting the three additional yeah. trophies or I, whatever. I limped through Fallen Order on a hard difficulty, but. Um, like days gone I think I just set it to normal because mm-hmm. I didn't want to yeah you know and plus not... if I really really like the game yeah you'll play it maybe again maybe I'll go play it again on the yeah. hard difficulty but I have never been a person to play games for bragging rights yeah so I'm always in it for the fun yeah. so if I need to make it easier on myself I absolutely will and I have no shame about that the worst is when you have a game that does not allow you to change difficulty after oh, you start it yeah I fucked myself on uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's DLC mm-hmm. because they do not let you change difficulty mm-hmm. and I played the uh, Frozen whatever DLC mm-hmm. on the really hard difficulty because there was an achievement for it or uh-huh. a trophy right for it mm-hmm. um and i got to the very last boss of that dlc but i got in a situation where i didn't have the proper equipment to tackle the boss and mm-hmm. it was really fucking hard because it's the difficulty i was on right and i couldn't reset the mission to go switch anything out because mm-hmm. it had auto saved right before the boss oh no and i couldn't 
I didn't have the gear to do anything, so I basically couldn't beat him. Oh, that's terrible. I was stuck. Yeah. So I have not gone back. And I was like, I'm not going to... Because in order to even play the DLC, you have to be a certain point in the story of the game, Mm -hmm. which I also was uh, on that difficulty. Mm -hmm. So I basically would have had to start the entire game over on a lower difficulty, gotten to that point that I could even do that, Mm-hmm. DLC, and then replay all of that DLC just to get the achievement or trophy. Sorry, for that DLC. That's dumb. And I was like, no, just no, just no. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know what happens. Yeah, that's a real bummer. Yeah. So I hate that kind of stuff. Yeah. But luckily, with Fallen Order, you can change it as you play. So if you, right. I mean, I've even heard people like will drop the difficulty if they're on a boss that's really hard and then just jump it back up, mm-hmm. you know. So that's nice to see that you can do that. Yeah. Because the game is meant for, it, it's kind of like, you know, we talked about the earlier games. Uh, it's meant for its challenge factor. Yeah. Um, but that's nice to give you that story mode. Yeah. For people that want to experience the game but not struggle through it mm-hmm. actually i'm curious now I, w- I haven't looked at this up but the uh challenge tomb cut type situations the part the puzzles uh-huh. do the puzzles get harder on the upper difficulties or is it just the enemies from what i watched you play it doesn't seem like it changes the puzzles okay. it's just okay because i know um, the difficulty of the, the enemies. last shadow of the tomb raider where it was like you could adjust that independently yeah. which was kind of cool you could yeah. have really hard puzzles but easy enemies well, that was more so they would just hold your hand with the puzzles. Not so much that they'd change the puzzle. No, it's they just, would give you more hints They would or help whatever. you out with yeah, it. Yeah, it would make it easier to go down to the lower yeah. levels. Yeah, Yeah, and that's kind of cool. It was a yeah, cool they, idea they because didn't have that I this. could probably handle a more difficult puzzle, but the more difficult enemies I'm not here for. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my bag. Um. But uh, I'd say anybody who gives a shit about Star Wars should probably play Fallen Order. And if you liked any of the Tomb Raider or Uncharted games, you should definitely check it out. I think Fallen Order isn't as great as it could have been. Mm -hmm. But I did enjoy it. Okay. Uh, I feel like it was missing a lot in the story that they could have done. But I did enjoy it. So I would have liked to customize my own character, but you know, that's just me. The character, oh, okay, like you, like my own. The appearance of the character, the not appearance. like the outfits. No, the okay. outfits are trash. Yeah, they're stupid. So even why would I want a poncho? Yeah, why I'm do I want to wear game. a giant trash bag? That doesn't make no, sense. I'm in a video game. I don't need to make sure my clothes match <laughs> the weather. Yeah, it's weird. I don't care. So I would have liked to have been able to customize because it's like unless there's some kind of canon bullshit that's going to be tied into yeah. something, then maybe that matters. But for that me, is something I'm curious about because they chose to have an actor as the character, which yeah. they do. They've done for years with games. Right. But I am curious if that's something that they're going to go for with these. So that way, if the time comes that they choose to, they could theoretically add these characters into the movie canon true and then just cast those actors that's a good point we could you know, do that and it, it brings in the the canon of of mm-hmm. that stuff that's a good point well i think that's pretty much it for our game section yeah i um, mean it's been a lot <laughs> if people are still here <laughs> if you're still here and you want to know anything about tv or movies 
Yeah. We're about to be ready. Yeah. I'm debating <laughs> if I should just make it a two-part episode or just a really long episode. Yeah. Um, but we'll head into TV now. Yes. Um, a lot less content in TV and movies. We did try to keep it light to uh, count, uh, take into account the, the, the extra gaming. gaming stuff we had on here. So yeah. there's probably a little bit of extra news we didn't. Yeah. But then there was also stuff that, like, I have to talk about. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, But we'll start out with TV news. Okay. First item on the agenda, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Amazon Prime is working to produce a Lord of the Rings series. Uh, It's a prequel series set in the Second Age. If you know what that means, then... You should look it up. Yeah, sucks to suck. <laughs> but um, I'm right there with you because I have no idea what that means. <laughs> um, it's a time period that spans about 3,000 and something years before the time in which Lord of the Rings actually takes place. So, uh, <laughs> the, and the, so that show is under uh, production, I guess, right yeah. now. And they, this is obviously the one that wasn't canceled? Right. Or no, I'm no, thinking that of was Game of Thrones. Thrones. Sorry, yeah. that was Game of Thrones. <laughs> There's too many fantasy shows these days. Yeah, there's never too many. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Okay, so uh, I guess Will Poulter, he was from um, Black Mirror, I think, and Midsommar. I remember him from a couple comedies. He wasn't, he was like the son of the family or whatever. Oh, okay. He was in that remake of National Lampoons, I think. Oh, okay. With uh, Ed... Helm. Yes. Yo, yeah, 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 right. Uh, he was the son. Yeah, and I know he, he was, was in, in Midsummer. Other, he was in some other comedies. Uh, Midsummer. that's that. That's the weird. Okay. Yeah. The one that we didn't see because it was the same creator of uh, that shitty horror movie. Oh, yeah. Hereditary? Hereditary. Ugh, trash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he had apparently joined the project in September um, but he has now left the project due to scheduling conflicts. But apparently his role was never even confirmed, and according to the Hollywood Reporter article we looked at, his deal was am- <laughs> never even closed. So, uh. um, <laughs> so, but they also gained another cast member at the same time. Her name is Emma Horvath, and she's known from uh, Like, Share, Follow, uh, Blumhouse. Film. Okay, so it was a horror movie? Yeah, it's a horror I, movie. I don't think I've even heard of it, so yeah. obviously it wasn't that big of a movie. Yeah. Because if I haven't heard of it, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, Uh, It was interesting, though, because the speculation on her casting, which I'm sure this is more (laughs) than Mita just having nothing to say. Right. But they're going to spin it like they do. Right. So the options they came up with were she was either going to be cast as a orc, elf, or a hobbit. Yeah. Two of those would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I don't know my Lord of the Rings lore, which I don't. But do orcs have female counterparts? I I thought they were created by like man or or not man by wizards. They were like men, right? That were um. They're made from the dead, right? Urukai were created from orcs and other and humans and uh, occasionally. What's Lions, tigers, goblins? and bears. Goblins, I think. Uh, but I don't think any female... Yeah, no female orcs are ever mentioned by Tolkien in any publication that 
okay. I know of and that the internet knows well, of. Well, so. maybe they're bringing it into the maybe, lore. but I doubt. But yeah, that just it just seems doesn't like lazy seem like that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, they can have like a sexy orc. Come Ew, on. No. Gross. I mean, I mean, they tried that they with want the World sell of Warcraft it, yeah, movie. <laughs> they're trying to sell Halloween costumes, I guess. <laughs> But like this, this show's gonna suck. But we could really make money off the Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's put all of our money into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, chances are, uh, elf, right? Yeah. I looked at her. She's gonna be an elf. Yeah. If she, she's not an she's elf. She's got I'll... the look like she's yeah, an elf. She's definitely so. gonna be an elf. But it's fine. Uh, okay. So next item of business, the uh, Marvel TV division is closing. I don't know if anybody had heard of this. No shock here, I mean, right? Right? They're we already pretty much knew about this. Con- putting everything together in one. It's not it's not shocking at this point. Um, that, that being said, the four animated series and the live action Hellstrom for Hulu and the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC will be completed, but no further projects will be started. Yeah. And they had canceled other shows. Like, yeah. There was, it was clear they were getting yeah. rid of this section of their portfolio. Yeah. And they're just going to like bring it into the overall MCU right uh, production. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, a significant portion of the staff will be laid off um, as a result of it. So hopefully Yeah, I'm not sure they'll happens. be able to find good jobs. They'll probably try to find positions if for them with You have on your resume, I work for Marvel TV. I think somebody will find a fucking place for you. Yeah. <laughs> um so this is not news. Yeah. Um Agents of Shields still having a final season i guess makes sense yeah i was at first i was like wow that's kind of surprising because it's not as popular as it used yeah. to be uh but it could just be because they're just like just let it finish yeah one last yeah, season just let it, yeah it's probably a shorter season anyways i feel like yeah. last season wasn't even a full season mm-hmm. like they usually have been so um yeah it's just more chess pieces being moved for the bigger picture of the mcu exactly. that's all it is trying to bring the the creative in-house to you know mm-hmm. one form right keep it all consistent um okay and home alone the reboot or sequel reboot right is what it's supposed to yeah be? it's a i it's, think it's a it's a it's reboot a, it's a re show. it's a reimagination because they are saying that it's not so anyway, it, whatever it is, they have they've cast a main character, and this is really cool. Archie Yates, who played Yorkie from Jojo Rabbit, who did a really good job yeah, in yeah, that. He was the friend. He was the right? friend. Yeah. The, yeah. The ridiculous friend who played like a basically a person with his his mindset was kind of like commentary from a normal yeah person. He was like the outside commentary yeah. of like looking in on this yeah. war. Yeah. He had some really funny lines in that movie. Yeah, he did. He he was very charismatic, so yeah, um, very lovable character. Yeah, but it's so it's unclear who he will be playing. But they said he is not being he's not going to be Kevin McAllister, the main character from the first movie. So or but he is the main character of the show. He is the main character of the show. So the show is just not going to not play be, yeah. the same characters right. of the movie. Okay, correct. Um, it's unclear. It's kind of going to be I think a new take on the idea of Home yeah. Alone. Um. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. And then I guess uh, Rob Delaney was also cast and Ellie Kemper was potentially cast, though hers has not been confirmed. Ellie Kemper from uh, The Office and yeah, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh Um, And Rob Delaney most recently seen in, uh, was it Deadpool 2? Yes, Yes. he was... uh... (laughs) 
Was his name Gary or something like that? It was something. <laughs> Peter? Peter, yes. It was Peter. <laughs> and then he was also in uh, Hobson Shaw as yes. one of the FBI agents. Yes, yes. Um, uh, which was like a nice little yeah. callback to that movie right. with Deadpool 2 because Ryan Reynolds was the other FBI agent. Yes, yeah. Um, and I guess some, some people said it was rumored that the, they were to be the parents of Archie or... That makes sense. But then others have said it's not clear. If they like they might be <laughs> Yeah. They might be this other They narrowed it down to two. They, <laughs> yeah, well that seems to be how it goes these days. Complete so, speculation. I'm, narrowed it down to two things. Yeah. I'm interested to see what with more information on that. Yeah, at first when that announcement happened, I was like, eh, I don't care. Yeah. But Seeing the new I'll cast, pro- yeah. I'll probably check it out. Yeah. Uh, with him being cast, uh yeah. I mean the whole all three of these actors yeah, exactly. seem to be, you know, good quality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know they're all funny. Exactly. So, so if it's going to be funny, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole premise of Home Alone in modern day is, is an interesting one because it's, you think it would lose the whole aspect of that movie. Right. Concept That's because true. Because, you know, kids have cell phones yeah. and technology now. Yeah. That, like, it just seems like it. Who knows? Yeah, they're probably going to do some kind of clever take on it so that yeah, it's not they're going to spin it somehow yeah. where it works within the modern, modern technologies tech. Yeah. and abilities. Yeah. Uh, so that's an interesting one. Yeah. I have no clue when that comes out though. No, I would imagine next holiday season though. Probably. It's a holiday type movie. Tie right? in for the Christmas time. Right. Uh, okay, and our last bit of TV news we have here is Code Eight. It has a spinoff show coming to Quibi. Yeah. Already. Okay. Code 8, I don't think the movie's even out it's yet. It's not that even out. That was a trailer we saw yes. for like last week or yeah, something. The one where I think it's like 4% of people have superpowers. superpowers. Yeah. Yes. Which I'm interested in. But I, how are you already? Whatever. That's the CW-esque show. Yeah. As a movie. Yeah. Do you say um, that because it just has CW actors in it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got it. You know what I just learned Precisely earlier? Precisely why I say that. Is that Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell... I have no idea who they are. Stephen Amell's Arrow. Okay. And Robbie Amell was um, the flame guy, whatever his name was. So they're brothers. No. Oh, they're cousins. I thought, I was like, oh, they're brothers. Okay, they're I guess they're cousins. Yeah. And I just was surprised because I just assumed they were brothers because they looked very similar. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, so they're cousins. Cousins. Yeah. Okay. So well. they're working together again, I guess, in Code okay. And in this spinoff show, potentially. Actually, I don't know who's going to be in the spinoff show, but they were in the screenshot. Probably yeah, well, just it did the movie. say that they were going to make appearances in the show. So. Okay, yeah. And this is on Quibi. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like five minutes of work for for money. <laughs> Where do I? Sign? I'm in. Where do I? Sign? I'm in. Yeah. All right. So. We did watch a couple of things on TV this week. Yeah, speaking of CW movie yeah, shows. Yeah, speaking of CW, yeah. Did you say movie shows? Yeah, because it's a movie <laughs> turned into a show. Yeah. Um, we watched, how many were there? Three? The first three? Yeah, well, we okay. had talked about the first episode last yeah, week. Yeah, but we, well, we, we watched... We watched what is currently available of The Crisis on yeah. Infinite Earths. Yeah. Um, apparently, the last two will not be aired until January fourteenth, which is absolute horseshit. 
So I'm assuming it's a two-hour event because yeah. they're both aired the same night. So it must just be that whole night. is. Just it better a, be really fucking good. Like, why would they have just done all of them in January if they were worried about scheduling? They're just doing it to piss people off. Oh, okay. <laughs> to make sure people still want to watch after the holiday break? I don't know. That's true. Because That's I'm true. pretty irritated with what's going on right now. Okay, well, let's get into it. Well, I don't want to get into too many details. Well, yeah, but you but... did have some complaints, it seems, so. Um, I just feel like it's not enough. I don't think that the way that it ended is appropriate for such a long break. Okay. It's too, there's too much in question. Well, I think that's the whole idea. They want you to think that things are one way and they're probably not. I know. Because and it's I, CW. I know, but that's fucking trash. Okay, there's like a whole month that I have to wait now to see the resolution okay. of this bullshit. So just to be clear, are you upset with what they did or are you upset that you have to wait for the rest of the story? Both. Okay. But mostly it's that I have to wait a whole month. Okay. Um, I am upset with a little bit of what they did with the story with certain characters, but uh, it like just... any particular characters? Are we avoiding that? Um, you don't necessarily have to say what they did with them, but just who the characters are, so I have an idea of what you're talking about. Arrow. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know the character, because I didn't watch the shows. Yeah. I know the character from comics, but yeah. I don't watch the show. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's like a stupid move. It just was... It just seemed like a cop-out. Yeah. It was stupid. For the character. It was just like a... Like, oh, well, we're going to do this. Okay, everybody's cool. Oh, oh, never mind. It's like, what, what was the point of even doing it then? Yeah, Just exactly. don't even have the plot point. Exactly. If it doesn't matter for it's the... It's a waste. If it's not going to be used. It was fucking trash. Uh, I know there was a speculation that that meant they were going to turn him into another character. <laughs> which I assume is a comic thing. I, I don't guess know. it might be. Uh, but I don't know who that was. Oh, they said the name of it. And he's like, it's time for you to be blah okay. blah Okay, yeah. well, either way. Yeah. Anyways, they just seem to find a way to yeah use the same actors for yeah, I don't know. multiple I just, purposes. I guess my main complaint is that the way that it was left off is completely not okay to wait an entire fucking month for the resolution. Okay, I get that. And another character I'm not happy about is Lex Luthor. Um, yeah, I was surprised that they brought him in the way they did. In I'm general. not even surprised by that. I'm oh. surprised by the most recent be- situation. That- well, I mean, given the end of Supergirl, I was surprised that he was in yeah. it. Yeah, okay. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I mean... Yeah. Seemed a little surprising. Yes, I to, agree. To I agree. be there. Yeah. Um, I was just not happy with what they did with his but, character. But I never am, so... I guess... That's just kind of the Loki concept they're trying to do. How dare you? You don't think so? No. He's trash. He will never be like Loki. I didn't say he was like a sex appeal character. No, I'm not talking about sex appeal. I'm talking about the fact that Loki actually has some redeeming qualities. Lex Luthor has zero. But you don't know that until later in the story arc of his character in those movies. In the early movies for Thor, he had no redeeming quality. He was just a terrible person. Anyway, it's awesome. anyway, he's trash, and I wasn't happy with what they did with okay. him. Okay, so yeah, 
But, I mean, that kind of means they did it right then, right? Because Lex Luthor, you're not supposed to like him. No, yeah, that's true. But I'm um, also just not happy with how things ended. I'm not happy with the end. I, one complaint that I have is you had all these news updates on this crisis thing. And all of these characters that were going to be brought in from old shows mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. other shows. Yeah. As this big crossover event. Yeah. And then some of them had very minimal yeah. time. Sometimes they were like a, just a like scene, a blip. and then that yeah. was, and they were a cameo essentially. Yeah, yeah. And um, like Smallville, yes, for example. Yeah, they did not do anything with that. Yeah, version of Superman, and I was looking forward to that the most mm-hmm. out of all of them. Yeah, and so I was kind of disappointed that that was not really more than just a cameo. Yeah. So that sucked. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. But yeah, I mean, I'm expecting to get the in January. Dead dove. Bow tied ending where everybody's yeah. fucking happy and, and everything happened yeah. the way it needed to happen. I know. I'm just going to get more annoyed at that point. I but. mean, you kind of already see that with some of the characters based off where they were supposedly were going to be yeah. within their show. True. The way that they were like, oh, this has to happen. Yeah. And then already we're learning, oh, no. No, it doesn't. Loophole. <laughs> doesn't have to happen. So, well, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. To an extent. I, was, I also don't know the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline myself. Yeah, so I don't either. if they're following anything or not, I wouldn't know. Uh, it's just more CW superhero show, right? Yeah. It's it's just fun to see them together, even if it's yeah. ridiculous or that's cheesy true. or whatever, which that's, it always is. That's a fair point. So. Okay. Well, you want to talk about the other show we watched then? Yeah, I just hope that you can see it in your heart to watch the rest of Crisis in January. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But if you're over it by then, I'll understand. Okay. Uh, okay, Silicon Valley. Yeah, we did watch the rest of that. It was mm-hmm. a very short season, apparently. Yeah, and it was the was series like, finale like as well. Six so. episodes? I think it was, was something it, like... Was it maybe eight at maybe, most? Maybe eight, yeah. I think it was six. It was a short season. Very I feel like it did the Seinfeld exit, personally. I don't know what that means. It means it was an ending just to end it, but there was no real, like, conclusion mm-hmm. in my mind. Gotcha. I feel like it was just kind of like, really? That was it? It wasn't bad. It just... I liked it. I expected more, I guess. Mm. I mean, the fun. it was a funny season. Yeah. There was some good stuff, but yeah. I felt like the whole point of the show... They didn't really go anywhere with it after right. a certain expectation okay. of the viewer. Yeah. There were some things that I thought were weird, but I thought it was an interesting way to go with it. Yeah. It seems theoretically realistic. I, if you're into the show, it's a solid season and it's yeah. worth watching. But yeah. I, I feel like they could have done something better with the ending of the entire series. Not necessarily what they went with for the episode was bad. It's just, I guess... The plot point of the, the episode. The plot point you didn't like. Sucked. Okay. But the the premise of what they played with right. was interesting. Yeah. But anybody who enjoys that show mm-hmm. in general will, will probably enjoy it. Um, yes. And it's funny. I just Very. wouldn't expect a lot out of it. Okay. Um, it oh. just, like I said, it kind of had that Seinfeld ending effect for me, um, which was a very divisive ending for most people. 
uh, back in the day. Okay. Back in my day, yeah, Seinfeld. I didn't, I didn't watch that. So was good or bad? <laughs> okay, so we had. A, I mean, that's pretty much what we watched. Yeah, the TV, there right? was multiple episodes of each thing, so we didn't uh, have a lot of a large number of things we watched. But um, we can. Uh, we definitely watched a. We only. I guess we only have two, but we watched two pretty decent trailers. You got, and it's uh, so it's time for our segment: trailer trash or treasure. And We're then, still working on that third T. Yeah. What did we decide? Well, to- we were leaning... Tolerable? No. Uh, shit. Was it typical? Typical. That's what it was. Uh, it was. Typical? Yeah, typical. it was typical. Yeah. So, so we're we're hovering over that, but yeah. we haven't pulled the trigger. Yeah. Uh, so right now we just have trash for, treasure. For your reference, we're trying to think of a, a middle of the road term for something that was good but not like mind blowing. Yeah. That starts with T. So if you have any ideas for us, please write us at dtfpod at gmail dot com and yeah. we'll shout you out if I'm we choose your word. Probably gonna write in. Yeah. <laughs> you shout yourself out. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I mean, well, speaking of HBO. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where we saw this actually it I think is, was yeah. when we watched Silicon Valley and we saw this trailer and was yes. like what the fuck yeah I'm um, so intrigued <laughs> so uh, the trailer we watched was for a documentary series I think it was a six part six I part think they series said, yeah uh, called McMillions it's essentially a documentary about a big fraud scandal uh, that took place in the early days of the McDonald's monopoly yeah game just crazy uh which it was funny because we're watching this and i i thought out loud i said i think i saw something i think i I read something about this or Uh saw something about this i think i remember this back in the day Mm -hmm. and then like literally within the documentary trailer it said uh the biggest fraud scam you never heard of and i was like oh okay maybe i didn't maybe i didn't yeah but i feel like this sounds familiar yeah uh, and it was very intriguing just from the yeah. trailer. So I'm like, I definitely want to watch this. And I was excited to see the release date. And of course we get 2020. Yeah. Nothing no, else. Nothing just 2020. Else, just 2020. No idea if it's early. Is it January 1st or yeah. December 31st? Yeah. Like, nobody knows. So, so rude. I'm hoping it's early on if yeah. they're showing trailers already. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely be checking this out. Yeah. Agreed. It looked really good. Very interesting. It kind of gave me that making a murderer vibe, even though it's not about murder. That we know of. Well, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There might be. Ronald was killing millions. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. Yeah. So I guess we won't be canceling our HBO subscription anytime soon. (sighs) Well, at least not (laughs) until 2021. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, we would be getting the HBO Max anyways, which would be the same premise, mm. but more content in okay. May. Okay. That's actually a good point. Mm. What if they release this around the time of that? Oh, yeah. To, I mean, it, it hooked me, so it probably yeah. hooked other people. Yeah. Just an idea. Yeah. Okay. You're well, welcome, HBO. Yeah. <laughs> McMillions of ideas from this guy. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then we saw the next trailer, actually, when we went to see our movie 
Yeah. Uh, Jumanji. We saw Jumanji. Uh, tra- yeah, my bad. <laughs> I said it wrong. Uh, but we saw a, a, this trailer had been out uh, before, but we actually didn't watch it until in the theater. So it was yeah. kind of a surprise for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghostbusters, the reboot. Yes. Or remake or sequel. I guess it's in the same canon. Afterlife is what it's called. Yes. So it's so like Ghostbusters kind of a Afterlife-ish. Yeah. Uh, there was a trailer for that movie, mm-hmm. and I had not seen the trailer yet, so it was nice and fun to see it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think? I'm definitely interested. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, I've never always, I've never really been like a huge fan, but I've always enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, like I've said in the past, I had like some of the toys and... Yeah, I liked uh, it. I've played some of the video games, so I was intrigued. Yeah. Uh, and I saw a lot of stuff that I thought was kind of uh, either Easter eggs or good tie-ins to the old movies that I don't think most people probably caught okay. that I wanted to bring up. Uh, so there's a scene in the trailer kind of near the end where you see this like creature leg slam down on the hood of a vehicle that mm-hmm. the, the main girl character is in. Yeah. Uh, it looks to me like that's going to be one of the terror dogs, as they are called. Uh, in the first movie, there's Azul, the gatekeeper, and Vince Clor- Clortho, mm-hmm. the keymaster. The gatekeeper, the keymaster, you know, the whole yeah. premise of whatever, the ending of that movie. Yeah. Spoilers. They're <laughs> uh, like the minions of Gozer, the Gozerian. <laughs> Okay. Really creative names they had. Yeah, you know. I must have been too young to notice how cool these names were. Right. Uh, so it looked to me like the leg of one of those. Uh, okay. Like dog demons. Yeah. And um, so I'm kind of like interested to see if that's a tie into that, if it's going to uh, have some direct tie into the first movie. Because mm-hmm. we, I mean, they kind of revealed it in the trailer. I don't know if this is considered spoilers, but. Uh, it's very clear that these kids are the grandchildren of uh, Spengler, right? I think that's what it said, yeah. Was it Spengler? I think that's what it said, yeah. Yeah. It showed, like, the name tag, right? On yeah, this. I yeah. believe it was Spengler. Yeah. The one that's dead. Yeah. The actor who died. Yeah. <laughs> very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look it up now. Uh, Egon. That was his character. Yes. Uh, that actor died, mm-hmm. uh, Harold Allen Remus. Mm-hmm. So, this is apparently a ploy to bring him into the movie without bringing him into the movie. Right. Which is a nice touch for, yeah. you know, remembering him, mm-hmm. the character, the actor. Yeah. And they clearly <laughs> did such a good job with the resemblance. Yeah, the girl <laughs> looks like him as yeah, a little girl. As a little girl, yeah. The hairstyle Still in everything. the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what's his name? The actor uh, from Stranger Things. Uh, he's also in this. Yes. I, I assume the brother. Uh, yeah, I assume so. Um, Wolf Hart. Wolf Hart. Finn like Wolf Hart. Is that his name? Finn Wolf Hart, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, he kind of looks like a little bit, he yeah. could be related. That's yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. So they're obviously going into that direction. They're kind of making it a tie-in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's a scene where a green ghost looking entity shoots out of a like a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. To me, I think that's gonna be a uh, slimer. Slimer, okay. Slimer, <laughs> okay. To me, that that looks like that slimer coming out of there. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if the premise is gonna be something along the lines of the device that he keeps ghosted. It's probably under his house, mm. and that's what the tremors are, because they're okay. talking about tremors that keep happening, but there's yeah. no, like, fault lines or whatever. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that thing's, like, breaking down for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and so it's going to, it's causing tremors, and it's going to collapse or break at some point, and then all the ghosts are going to come out, restarting the yeah. Ghostbusters franchise with right. all these ghosts they have to capture. Yeah, yeah. And then this is them kind of, like, coming-of-age story, learning to who their family was, and... Becoming Ghostbusters themselves. Right. Um, you know, we get the nice nod to the Ecto-1. Yeah. And the, the teaser a while back. And now they have it in this trailer. And it's, you know, got that famous sound that it makes. Yeah. Uh, they're driving, you know, downtown. Mm-hmm. A small town, it looks like. Which also looks like they're chasing Slimer. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really curious if they're going to turn Slimer into like a character mascot. Mm-hmm. In the other movies, he was more of a, just a ghost that mm-hmm. they came across, right? He yeah. wasn't really, he wasn't a good guy. Right. But in the animated show, he was clearly like a, like a, for lack of a better word, a pet. Right. A buddy, a friend. Yeah. You know, he, he was good. He mm-hmm. was a mascot. So I'm curious if they're going to go that route. Yeah. And try and make him a mascot for the next generation of viewers okay yeah it's an interesting um, thought or at least a character similar and look to him yeah so we'll see yeah i'm excited that it looks uh it looks like paul rudd is going to have a good amount of involvement yeah it didn't look like he was gonna be a big part of this at first but now i'm based off the trailer i feel like he is gonna have a bigger role yeah i agree and i'm happy about that yeah um so, I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah. And this is clearly going to be a... I mean, well, the old movies were comedies. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I'm hoping that it gets the same treatment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to give this one a treasure. I, Agreed. Agree, yeah? We're on yeah, the same page? I don't absolutely. know if we did the... You know what? You know, we didn't Okay, so they're, treasure, they're obviously, for, for McMillions. Yes. Uh, yeah. They both definitely, they got our interest and they made us want to see the movie. So yeah. that's definitely a treasure. Definitely did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with this. Especially after uh, the female Ghostbusters uh, cast movie yeah. didn't do that well. I, I'm curious where they go and how they're going to treat that. If it's considered canon or not. Right. Um, I don't know if it was ever established. I thought it was supposed to be canon, but... That movie, I think it was, the female one was supposed yeah, to be canon. I thought it was supposed to be canon within the other ones. I wouldn't but, be surprised. You know, they yeah. always change that shit around these days. That's They'll true. They'll include some movies and not others. It's yeah, very complicated to follow canon these days in franchises. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's right. it for the the trailers. Trash or treasure? Yep. Only treasure. Okay, so it's time for movie news. We got a. Uh, Decent number of items, but we're gonna breeze through the a couple of them pretty quickly. Yeah, well, we have a good amount of stuff, but we'll try to keep it short since there's a whole lot of gaming stuff that we have to recover from. Right. Uh, number one, Power Rangers is gonna be rebooted again because apparently they everyone now thinks that they have to reboot things every five minutes. 
Well, the first one, well, the first reboot didn't do that great. Yeah. Uh, it's understandable, I guess. Like they clearly think that they have something here. Yeah. I I want to say that they changed ownership on oh. the property owner. Okay. I think it's what's going on here, if I'm correct. I know the last one didn't do that well, so it makes sense that they would want to try again, I suppose. But I kind of wonder if Power Rangers is just kind of such an 80s Yeah, thing it might just it... be a dead idea, to yeah. be honest, at this point. It just doesn't seem like it grabs people anymore. Yeah. I mean, I I liked it when it first came out, when I was a child, obviously. Yeah, but like, same. I quickly lost interest in it, in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. Uh I know it like lasted a very long time and yeah. people enjoy it, but I didn't. I didn't stay hooked on it. Yeah. Um, especially after they left the dinosaur themed right robots. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is interesting though. So they're they're gonna reboot it. Do you think they'll use some of the same cast or all the same cast, but just reboot it? Um, I would imagine they have to do a completely different cast. Because the actress uh, Naomi Scott is it? Uh-huh. Uh huh. She was in this movie. And yes. She's kind of built a Bigger name for now, herself yeah. she's been in a few movies since mm-hmm. and i would be a little shocked if they don't use her because she's kind of a bigger name now yeah wasn't elizabeth banks Rita repulsa she was okay it all ties together interesting so there's probably a lot of networking yeah. happening there yeah uh yeah she was the villain of that reboot yeah so okay yeah you're right that makes more sense huh. with that whole interesting okay yeah. well whatever we'll see what happens I'm not going to say I won't see it. Yeah, we'd probably see it, but <laughs> I'm not I'm not waiting, waiting with bated breath. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then this next bit of news, I... I know you have some... Have opinions on. Opinions on. on. <laughs> uh, so why don't you just go ahead and start out with what okay, it is. Okay, so the um, Game of Thrones showrunners, uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, uh, actually signed on to work on a H.P. Uh, Lovecraft movie called Lovecraft with um is it with Netflix? I actually don't remember. Um is it Netflix? I don't think it is. Oh, it's just I, I think just it's just made, for theaters. I might have just made that up. So just pretend I didn't say. Yeah, cuz that defeats the whole point of my argument. Oh, okay. So I don't know why I'd try to argue that. I wasn't trying to argue. Sorry. Yeah, it's just a movie in it's general. Just a random, I don't okay. know who's on board to produce it. Okay. It doesn't seem like it says yet. Okay. Well, anyway, they signed on to uh, work on a H.P. Lovecraft movie. Yeah, I mean, can you fill us in on who the hell that is? H.P. Uh, Lovecraft is a fairly well-known science fiction horror writer from, like, the, I think, early 1900s. He uh, was the, he's the creator of Cthulhu and the Necronomicon and a bunch of horror sci-fi stories. Um, if you're not familiar with it, just check it out okay so he's yeah. made a dent in yeah there's a there's a very cult novel history sci-fi okay. horror stuff um, uh, i mean i know he's criticized a lot especially when this news came out about yes. his racist tones and yes. such he has uh, been... i mean given the time period of his writing it yes. would make sense that that was acceptable right. to be talked about the way yes. it was um, he was definitely not from this time but that Seems to be a very uh, controversial thing, it seems, that people are upset about uh, based off this news. Yeah. Um, so, who knows? I'm sure they'll adapt it in a way that doesn't reflect the racist tone. I'm going to I'm sure imagine. they'll find a way, yeah. Um, 
But so yeah, so these two that, so just so that we're clear, just want to get this out of here. They signed on to do, they go by D and D, right? That's what the internet knows them as, D and D. So the, they signed on to do a Star Wars trilogy in the wake of Game of Thrones ending, mm-hmm. which everybody hated what they did with that because yeah. it showed they couldn't write without having, you know. An actual the writer. content themselves, you know, to, to help them. Yeah. Uh, so they left that, quote, unquote, because they had too much going on with the Netflix deal that they signed on. Mm-hmm. So they had to leave the Star Wars mm-hmm. to dedicate to Netflix. Yeah. But now they're signing on a deal to do this. A new project. Yeah. So I guess what my point is, bullshit. You walked away from Star Wars. Yeah. Your asses were fired. Oh, yeah? This is clear evidence that they were fired. Okay. And by clear evidence, I mean strictly my opinion. <laughs> I can see but I, I, Just the whole leaving Star Wars in the beginning, to me, felt like it was them getting a polite exit. Right. To begin with. And this, I feel like, just is further evidence that they did not leave on their own will. They were just given the opportunity to say so. Okay. I could see that. Just want to throw that out there. Am I interested in this? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I will be honest. Uh, when I first read this, I wasn't quite familiar with H.P. Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. And I brain farted and I was like, oh, they're making a Harry Potter <laughs> movie about a character named Lovecraft. I mean, Lovegood is a last name. Luna Lovegood. Yeah, so that's I, the one I was thinking I of. I can see the confusion. Yeah, that one. Uh-huh. I was thinking of Lovegood. Yeah. But I crafted it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lovecraft has a very cult following. We'll just go with okay. that. Yeah. Well. I'll be, I'm interested to see what they do with it, but... Um, well, I'm, I mean, if they... If they Have the source of material, they seem to be good. Yeah. If they yeah. don't... Yeah. Mm, Okay. Right. Well, we've got a couple of DC movie release dates for you. Yeah, this was like kind of a surprise when they came out. Um, so, so Shazam, everyone seemed to love that. It's obviously getting a sequel. Uh, mm-hmm. Release date is going to be April 1st, 2022. And they're swearing that that's not a joke. Yeah? yeah. Did they say that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's funny because yeah. my first thought was, I wonder if this is a joke. <laughs> But I think that with everything on the first now, you <laughs> yeah. know? Uh, and then Flash also is finally getting the solo engines movie. going. Yeah. It's been in mayhem for years, it seems. Like July 2022. Uh, so, yeah, That's July. Crazy. I don't think it had an exact day, but no. just July 2022. Yeah. Uh, Ezra Miller is returning, uh, even yeah. though he had supposedly shown statements that he would not return if they didn't follow his script or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. He wanted to write the script or something. Yeah. And he said he would walk if he didn't get to use it or something. I don't mm. know. But apparently he's on board for whatever reason. Okay. And I don't think he's doing the script. So I don't really... He had an interesting take on Flash, but I think just the whole Justice League DCEU yeah, kind of was, was tarnished. <laughs> yeah. So it just might be hard for people to accept it now. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, he did an interesting take on it, so I'll, I'm interested to see what he can do. Yeah. Uh, 
maybe beyond what he's already done. Yeah. Uh, and then, so this was like a smaller thing. Uh, so Star Wars, the prequel movies that everyone loves to hate, but secretly loves still. Yeah. Uh, they had the midichlorian, which was a like a added backstory to what the Jedi Force was. Mm-hmm. It was basically like bacteria bacteria yeah. count that yeah. the more you had the better jedi force yeah. you had yeah essentially yeah. uh people seem to hate that mm-hmm. and jj abrams said that he uh basically didn't really plan to use it in the canon mm-hmm. uh let's see if he has an exact quote uh, the Metachlorian idea is in the movies it, it is part of the story and everyone accepts it because it's what george wrote and it's part of the the lore and yet what i remember when i was a kid and i saw the first film and obi-wan kenobi talks about the force and how it surrounds all of us and it binds every living thing together and that feeling of that kind of power to me is the thing that i've always felt was a bit more powerful of an idea basically just like in an interview he pretty much just said he likes the idea of it being more of a entity than some scientific yeah, more of like a spiritual thing that you just uh, have to thing. feel around you yeah which makes more sense with the the, the lore of star wars in my opinion yeah because the jedi are essentially a religion yeah. right it's it's yeah if, a it, religious if, it was belief. Sci- if it was scientific then it it would be a completely different story yeah but yeah. i kind of liked the scientific take in the yeah. prequels because i thought it was a cool take it just it seemed like a cool take on Science versus religion. Right. It's kind of adding that concept in there. Yeah. I mean, I obviously probably didn't think of this shit when I was that yeah. young, but... I just feel like... The, I, I agree that it's cool to... The idea of a scientific take on it, but in the Star Wars universe, if it were scientific and it could be extracted, the the people Empire like, for sure would have... They would just, like, inject it into people yeah. for, like, super soldiers and yeah. shit. Yeah, They're, they definitely would have taken advantage of that, and it would have been... A little bit weird. You think they would have taken it from the Jedi forcefully? Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> so speaking of J.J. Abrams, uh, he teased, I guess, that Ahsoka Tano potentially will be in Rise of the, Rise of the Skywalker. Um, in, in an interview, uh, he was... I don't remember who he was talking to, but it was asked, a Japanese uh, gaming website or something. No, or I don't know. Gaming, it was a report or, or It was a news source. A news source. Okay. Sora News Twenty Four. Okay. In Japan. Yeah, they were doing an interview, and um, he asked what their who their favorite character was, and the reporter said that their favorite character would be Ahsoka Tano, and it was really they were really sad, basically that they probably wouldn't see them in the movie, um, and. He kind of said, oh, well, watch closely because... Like, the, his exact his, quote was, hmm, Ahsoka, huh. Well, then you'll probably want to watch closely during the Rise of Skywalker. And then the reporter, as most of us probably would have responded, <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> and then Abrams apparently laughed and said, well, enjoy the movie. Yeah. Um, so that hopefully is a very telling hint that she will at the very least be a cameo. Yeah. Like in the background somewhere Um, or something. Which if you remember in the trailer, that first 
Well, at first. I think it was like the third or whatever. The trailer that I got hooked on. Yeah. Uh, there was a scene with all of these airships, mm-hmm. uh, and one of them was the ghost ship from Rebels, the mm-hmm. animated show, uh, which she tied into. Okay. So, I'm very curious if that's going to be the ship, mm-hmm. and she is on it with uh, the other characters from that show. Okay. Because it does take place within a reasonable time, I think they would exist within this time frame. Okay. So interesting. That's really exciting if that's true because she's one of my favorite characters too. Okay. <laughs> I, I really hope they bring her in at some point, even if it's not this. Okay, good to know. Who knows? Maybe they'll just reference her name or something. Yeah. But or maybe her race or something. Yeah. Or she'll be on like a wanted poster or something. Yeah. <laughs> wanted in episode nine. <laughs> okay. I mean that. I mean, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, it was an off-handed comment, it looked like, but yeah. it spoke a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thought he was safe because it wasn't an American outlet. Yeah. And he's like, this will never get out to the world. Yeah. <laughs> Little did he know that Sora News 24 was on the case. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it for news. Yeah. Uh, but we do have our movie uh, section. That we watched. We saw one thing. Just one. Uh, we saw Jumanji The Next Level, which was a sequel to the 2017 movie Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, mm-hmm. which was also a sequel to <laughs> whenever the fuck it came out in the 90s. Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah. Uh, so it's all considered canon, I guess. Cause okay. Because they, they established that first one as a sequel to the old one mm-hmm. so it was never called a reboot it was just a sequel so right. technically this is jumanji 3 okay the next level okay all right you want us to read off our uh, tomato stats yeah so rotten tomatoes has uh has it at a 66 percent for critics and 87 percent audience score I, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that it's so low but i guess i'm not because it's rotten tomatoes and i think critics. it's probably just a bias that it's not like a more artsy kind of okay. you know it's more yeah. of a cheesy comedy comedy that's not it, yeah. it's just it's more entertainment than purpose meaning gotcha. behind it you know yeah it's not like meaningful per yeah. se it's I just mean, I, entertaining I don't like it why it's I mean technically that's passing yeah that's fresh that's, technically that's so. true well um, I definitely recommend it I think it's I think it was really funny. Yeah, I would say this one was much better than the first. Yeah. Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed in that movie. Mm. I know it was overall really loved. Mm-hmm. I was kind of underwhelmed by it. Mm. But this one really, I thought, did what that movie should have done. Mm-hmm. And I, I really enjoyed this movie. Okay. So yeah, I recommend it. I would say even go to the theater. It's not really yeah. even a question of... You know, where to watch it. I'd say it's a theater-worthy experience. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, We we had our core cast returning. Dwayne Johnson as Dr. Smolder Bravestone. Kevin Hart as Franklin Mouse Finbar. (laughs) Jack Black as Professor Professor Sheldon Shelley Oberon. Karen Gillan as Ruby Roundhouse. And Nick Jonas returned as Jefferson Seaplane McDonough. Uh, A new character... Uh, Aquafina 
came in as an avatar called Ming Fleetfoot. There's another. Yeah, one. so that was nice yeah. to see that they added yeah. new characters. It yes. wasn't just the same returning avatars of the movie. Yes. Game. Game, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I really enjoyed the chemistry of all these characters, uh, mm-hmm. actors playing them. Uh, they took the movie to a, you know, no pun intended, next level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with what they did. With so their... it was probably intended on their end. With their portrayal. Yeah, they added a lot of, like, backstory to some of the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give them new power-ups or... Yeah. or the new skills. Skills yeah. or weaknesses mm-hmm. uh, to their characters that yeah. played into the story. Yeah. Uh, the plot at some point. Yeah. Um, it was very cool. Uh, they had, and also, I mean, uh, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, Mm -hmm. uh, no surprise, were in the trailers. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a role in this movie, Mm -hmm. uh, to an extent, and they had a very lovable, uh, chemistry. Yes. Uh, just in the the short time that they were on screen. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they kind of play with that, with the characters, Throughout the movie. Agreed. Um, yeah, this was a great movie. I, I'll i probably even go see it again, to be honest. Yeah. I think it helped expand on what Jumanji could be mm-hmm. as a franchise. It yeah. took it from just being a movie to being a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the cast helped that because they're very charismatic. You have... Dwayne Johnson, you know, Kevin Hart, them alone, mm-hmm. bantering is gold. I know. They uh, really can't go Jack wrong. Jack Black, Karen Gillian, or Gillen, Karen Gillen, uh, do great jobs with their characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Jonas, he, and Aquafina, uh, wouldn't say they had as big of a role right. in this movie, but yeah. they also were worked really well with what they had. Yeah. I think Aquafina did a good job with the character she was supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. It was appropriate. Um, yeah. Keeping it light because yeah. we don't want to spoil anything. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a nice play of what they do with these characters. Yeah. It's a really fun um, thing that happens. Which they can do a whole lot with in the future. Like Absolutely. They really could play with the franchise with... Mm-hmm some of the elements they've added to this film yes for the quote unquote game that they're in anything else no if we're not digging into spoilers i think that covers it is there anything you didn't want to dig into uh, we don't have to uh there's some things that i will say i guess i had a problem with actually okay. and i think about it okay um i do feel like a lot of the um action scenes i guess you would put it were shown in the trailer right um, I feel like there wasn't more in the movie that you don't see in the trailer already. As yeah. far as like animals that you come across. Right. So that was kind of disappointing that they didn't have more. Yeah, there were not a whole lot of... Outside of what... Those kind of surprises. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of sucked. I feel like the plot was a bit basic. Yeah. Which was understandable for what it was. Yeah, it's supposed it to be a video It was more about game, the so. interactions between the characters, not yes. so much the story. Right. Um, I would say that the antagonist of this movie, or what they label the antagonist of this movie, mm-hmm. had a much smaller role than I would have liked. Yeah. I would have liked to see more in that 
uh, premise yeah. of the film. Yeah. Uh, what is the actor, actually? Rory McCann? Yes. Is that his name? I think so. He's the one that was the hound in mm-hmm. Game of Thrones? Yeah. Um, which I didn't even realize he was going to be in this movie, so that was yeah, a I surprise didn't know. Yeah. Uh, when I saw him on the casting credits. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wish they did more with the plot and all that stuff and, and character depth for some yeah. of them, especially the antagonist. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I get that it wasn't so much about him as it was the characters. Right. Um, I agree that with what you're saying, keeping in mind that this is based on a video game from the 80s, it is on brand for the character to be one-dimensional, right? What do you mean a video game from the 80s? Well, the the game in that they go in at the 80s, whatever, 90s, the, the video game that they go into, the Jumanji video game. Well, it wasn't a video game until 2017. Okay, but it, the game that he that they're using is an old game within the world. Within their world, okay. Yes, within their world, it's a very old video game on a very old console. Okay. With unknown name, whatever. So it looks like it's from the 80s, maybe 90s. Gotcha. And so in their world, they're playing like an old school game. With limit went from the time when games had very limited abilities to do things. Okay, so, so you're saying the plot wasn't a big part of right. So you're playing, yes, so they played on that. They're you think, play, you think it was conscious or are they just a convenient? To me, it made sense that it was a conscious decision, but I could be just giving them a benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I think you might be giving them a be- okay. benefit of the doubt. I thought it made, but sense. at the same time, I don't think it hurts the film. Mm-hmm. It just would have been fun to have more. Right. Well, the film works for what it is. Yes. Um, I don't think anyone's expecting Oscars out of this film. No, no. So, but it's a really funny, entertaining movie to yeah, go see. It's yeah. a Dwayne Johnson movie. Yeah. It's I, what I you expect out of I found myself laughing, I think, for most I of I laughed it. a lot in this yeah, movie. Yeah, you laughed a lot. Like, more than you usually laugh yeah. at movies. I was impressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin Hart alone, mm-hmm. his character, the way he plays the character... <laughs> like I could have I could have a movie of him just talking. Yes. <laughs> like just read a book to me. Yeah. In that voice. In that voice, yeah. And I will be having a great yeah, time. Yeah. I'll give you all my money. He, yeah. <laughs> do stand up. Yeah. In that, in that voice. voice specifically. Yeah. Make that like an old man character you yeah. have and just <laughs> do stand up like that. Yeah. Be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and th- that kind of plays into one of the elements of the the movie that they yeah. add. Uh, and other characters do a great job where they they um, They're add my- a twist to their yeah. character. Yeah, and it's hilarious what some of them do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoy that they were able to bring that diversity to the role that they had you know Mm -hmm. they didn't have to stick to one thing yes and it kept it fresh yes so you didn't get the same character feel of the last movie like it kept them there was differences you knew who they were it got to build off them but you also got more that you wouldn't have expected right so great movie definitely yeah Uh, go see it agreed um just Skip Christmas. Just don't even yeah. do Christmas. Just go see this instead. Actually, this would be a movie that you could see on Christmas with your family. Yeah, it is a Christmas Because a lot of people movie. do go... I mean, I'm not saying that... I'm like... just kidding. Actually, I was reading reviews on it, and somebody complained that 
it was a Christmas movie and it shouldn't have been a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. And I was like, how is it a Christmas movie? And their argument was because the real world intro of the movie takes place during the holiday break that it's implied it's a Christmas movie. Dumb. (laughs) I assume they're going with the logic of Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay. Because Christmas exists within the time of the movie. That's dumb. But there's no reference to Christmas, so I don't there's know. There's no Christmas decorations I mean, just because there's snow yeah. outside does not mean it's Christmas. Yeah. That's... Or a Christmas movie. Right. Uh, but Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> let that be known. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, yeah. So. I think we've finally reached the end of this extremely long episode. Yeah. Yeah. Time hit the old Dusty Trail. <laughs> So, if anyone's still there, we hope you will rate, review, and or subscribe to our podcast on whatever app of your choice. Uh, we're on a lot of them. We really appreciate any appreciate any reviews or feedback. Um, if you would, if you have any feedback, please send us an email at dtfpod at gmail We would love to hear from anyone with suggestions or um, litter anything that you want to send us yeah Yeah. if you wanted to say hey i like your diabetic voice yeah (laughs) or if you want to send us an email that says hi i'm scott malkin i have diabetes that's 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 fine too yeah i'll be i too yeah (laughs) have those happening to me (laughs) yeah and you can also find me on social media she doesn't really like to use it as much as i do I'm just too lazy. I have too many opinions <laughs> that the world does not ask for, but I am here for it. Yeah. Know? So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Classy Cat Dad. Uh, and we also have a website, dtfcast.com, which is our podcast. And you can also find my personal website of classycatdad.com, which will be. Pretty much the same concept of this, but with cats. Cats also, yep. So <laughs> feel free to check out those sites. Yes. Talk to me on social media. And we will come back next week with episode 12. I guess it's going to be kind of an odd schedule because of it the is. holiday. Yeah. Uh, but we have episode 9, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and the witcher witcher yeah. at least get a couple episodes in i hope yeah you'll probably just tell them that christmas is canceled because <laughs> the witcher i'm busy came out <laughs> <laughs> do you think you should peel some potatoes no <laughs> peel your own goddamn potatoes <laughs> um yeah so the, we'll have those two um and then Hopefully. It'll probably be a short episode next yeah, week because of the schedule, be and we'll shorter. be recording elsewhere, and we'll see what happens. But we're gonna try yeah, to keep it. A... Will be a, hopefully it won't be a bad audio quality because we will be mobile. Yeah. What like Call of Duty? Yeah, <laughs> not quite that mobile. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Less guns involved. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. All right, we'll have a nice. I guess the holiday time won't be a thing until after. Yeah. There'll be another episode before Have that. a nice pre-Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Have a nice pre-Christmas. Or Hanukkah. Enjoy or all know. that online shopping. Yep. Away from society. Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's
It's like Christopher Walken saying bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bye-bye.